you pick all your players. Yeah. And it's just five hours of everyone getting steadily and steadily drunker until the end you're all just shouting at each other because you want the last player on the list. Right. It's a great time. It's a great <laughs> it sounds time. time yeah. Amazing. Oh, yeah. You know, Can I just get you to move your microphone just a wee bit over to the left? There you are. I always feel strange when it's not me getting mic feedback. Because the first like two I three never weeks get we mic feedback. Fuck off, man. <laughs> That's why you got the nice chair. Yes. <laughs> it's a nice piece, eh? That is a nice piece. Thanks a bark right for that. I'm Good a nice lad. piece. All right, let's go. Let's get it going. That's an episode title straight off the bat. I'm a nice piece. I'm a nice piece. <laughs> <laughs> We're early now. No, that's, Can that's, I write that down? Yeah, go for I'm it. Just in case anything else pops case. up. <laughs> Again, for those who haven't listened, we tend to name our episodes after just completely random shit that's said throughout. I noticed that earlier today. Oh, yeah. I had a quick scroll. Nice. And I, I noticed. The episode titles are sometimes the funniest bit. Yeah. Of the entire <laughs> show. You don't want to admit that. <laughs> Out, Andy. I always think it's a good thing though that uh, as long as the listeners know that the title is from a line in the podcast that when the next episode comes out especially if they think it's a funny title and usually got a good gift game going for the episode as well yeah. the then they're more likely to listen to it and really be switched on waiting for that moment is why did they name the episode after <laughs> yeah. that moment in the show So I always, I always gauge it on how much Mike laughs when he listens back to it <laughs> You're on a roll with these gifts too. Like uh, strong gift game, strong. It's important. Right, gift well, game is important in the Tinder game, Mike. <laughs> I know nothing about that anymore. <laughs> <coughs> Pardon me. Right. Well, is that is that a decent preamble? Yeah, that was probably Ten too much. Off, yeah. <laughs> Ten minutes of preamble. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Perth's Premier Podcast, Monkey Sword Fight, with me, your host Jordan Patrick, and my co-host, Mister Michael Dots. Dots is back. Word with yeah, Dots. Podcast daddy. You know, I didn't even send one in last week. How terrible is that? He That's did. lazy of me. I know. And I'm sorry. That's all right. No one missed it. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Trusted. Words with dots. The longer we dwell on our misfortunes, the greater their power is to harm us. Oh, yeah. oh you like that? You yeah. like that? Yeah. I'm back, baby. <laughs> Go on the mark on the ones and twos as per usual. What's happening? This week we are joined by a very special guest, tattooist, artist. One of my oldest friends, Fidget. Mm-hmm. How are you, pal? I am very good, thank you. Awesome. It's very happy to have you here. It's very lovely to be here. It is. Although we creeped you out bringing you <laughs> into the studio. <laughs> yeah. Through the dark, um, abandoned bits outside. And yeah, it was nice. Straight into nice. an abandoned shipping container. It's welcoming. Oh, all right. If, you, if someone said to you, what did you do? Is that I, handed out, I hung out with one of my pals and two strangers in an abandoned shipping container. Oh, yeah. okay. Do you want me to take your number and just it's check nice in on in you? Here. It is, I told you. It's Andy cozy. Mike's got some. It's a porta cabin, not a shipping container. Sorry. <laughs> to clear that up. Right. Is, the, is there a distinct it's a studio, first of all? Let's, make, let's <laughs> yeah. call it what it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Pardon me. Sorry. I've got the cold again because I'm saft. <coughs> oh, surprised he's here this week. Oh, man. Fuck, no. <laughs> fuck you. Uh, this week's show is sponsored by Stevie Mac's Skate School. Whee! Yeah, Stevie Max skateboarding lessons, one-to-one tuition, all ages and abilities are catered for in skate clubs every week, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Message me for more. Me- I'm just reading stuff. <laughs> Message Stevie Max Skate School on Facebook for more information. I'm fucked today. Mm. Off to a terrible start. Stevie Max Skate School. Mm-hmm. Get involved. Find them on Facebook. Talked about this last week. Stevie Max one of my favorite people in the world now. Yes, he's a, he's a great guy. He's awesome. And he Absolutely. drinks Bud Light, so <laughs> right over the top. I don't think it's, I like him that much. I don't even give him hassle for drinking uh, Bud Light. Why would you give him hassle? It's effectively don't water. That. Um, shout out to everyone who got onto the Patreon this week. Yes, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Pardon me. 
it was overwhelming to see the support we've gotten on the, on the Patreon. And the target achieved. Yes, thank you very much. We appreciate so, it. Yeah. What does it say in Call of Duty when you? What is it? Achievement. Achievement unlocked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have people listen to you? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, thank you much. We will be an additional bit of content this evening as well. Mm-hmm. Something new we're going to try. Last week was I felt bad that I wasn't involved in the inaugural Patreon extra content, but it was funny. It was really really good. So if you haven't subscribed, get your finger out three, and, and three, subscribe. Three, three quid a month. Yeah. yeah. Help our brothers out. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Do we have the list of them? Does anyone pull that up? I can get it quickly on the Patreon app that you said didn't work, but it does. It didn't work on my phone, Michael. I've re-downloaded it. My, something happened here, eh? Let's just be nice. This is a nice moment. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. To all of our Patreon subscribers. Yeah, exactly. Let's yeah. not like, start fighting with Mike's one another. Is this, <laughs> is this all of them? Yeah. Yes. Yep. So, okay. read them out. Um, we're leaving this one out. Right, yeah, all right. Uh, David Forrett. Are we going to say thank you for everyone? Thank you. Thank you, David. Thank you, David. <laughs> Callum McLaughlin. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you, Callum. <laughs> no, we're not going <laughs> to Ralphie Roggs. Go on the stag with Ralph for next week, uh, next oh, month, shit. actually. Sorry. D. Rogowski. Yes, and we're going to have a lot of podcast feedback on that once we're wasted. Nice. Uh, Stephen Tosh. Just dropped uh, a new vlog. Yes, he did. Stosh. Thanks a lot. Andy Henderson. Yes, the original Maurice creator. Uh, Nate Black. Alistair Cook. Rachel, a.k.a. Bestie. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. There you go. And Fraser Reevy. Big shout out to Reevy. Who Last but not least the t-shirts yeah you too can get your shout out on this podcast all you have to do is donate well we do are we we doing the competition for the patreon have we discussed that properly yet well yeah i think next week uh whoever's there on the patreon subscribers or is still there Mm -hmm. uh we'll do a draw and give away some nice wee t-shirt maybe oh look at us giving shit away i think that sounds good so deadly Love uh, it. Yeah, and there are still T-shirts as well. I think I've still got a handful of... There's only XLs left, though. But if you require another size, then give me a shout because I'm going to wait to get another order made probably in about a week and a half, a couple of weeks' time. Deadly. Bra. So get on it. Right. Is that all the official stuff out of the way? I think so. Feedback? <laughs> Fucking PA, mate. Ah. <laughs> yeah, ain't no thing. Good on you for, for reaching out to them and saying, hey... Write some shit about us. That was the weirdest thing. I'm I was working from home that day because a wee man wasn't well. Mm-hmm. And my phone went. And it was like, it's Rachel from PA. And I was like sitting in my dressing gown on my laptop. Just like. Wanking. Ha- <laughs> 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 I just beaten With half. the boy there? Oh, my God. <laughs> he was napping. Is that weird? Oh. <laughs> Sorry, oh. continue. Aye, <laughs> ah, so she asked us a question. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even break stride. Um... No, it was good. It was fucking some nice feedback. It was really nice. The wee man was absolutely buzzing. Yeah, it was. It was really. It was really. Cool. I actually woke up to a message um, from uh, Stuart from TFM. Yeah, sent me a message saying that hey, good, you know, good shot. Listen to good shot. Listen to the podcast, and it's really good. And I was like, wow. I scrolled up and I saw the picture. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, I didn't expect it to be that big. A full page. Went and got uh, a PA, and I went to work. And then when I came home. Connie had put it up on the wall in the hallway. I was like, oh, that's nice. Nice. Riley took it to school to show his pals. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was like, my daughters oh. didn't do that. Nah, Losers. Yeah. <laughs> my boy loves me. Uh, yeah, it was nice. Fucking got some nice engagement, some nice feedback. Nice got a bit of recognition from yeah, the PA. Good. I've not been in the PA since I used to play football for the Cubs. 
it was good that like it seemed after that like the Facebook stuff sort of kind of took off that day. A lot yeah. of people are pretty yeah, it's still a respected publication in Perth, I guess. So it's the uh, only real publication. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, a lot of people took the opportunity to like our Facebook page. So. So thank you very much. They took much a break from people getting offended by the tanning salon windy yeah. <laughs> to talk about our podcast. For what was day. offensive about that? There was breasts on it. On the tiling salon. Yeah, there was a woman in a bikini. It was Shocking. very offensive. Yeah. Mm. Shocking. Awful. I for one. It's not Perth. No. <laughs> well, Perth was it? Perth shut down the Anne Summers yeah, years ago did, as well. Yeah. It was too risky. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Was it there? a sort of cult story around? It yeah, is. Like, yeah. days, I remember when they shut down and they shut down. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they shut down. Totally because we were all shopping there so much <laughs> that when it left, uh, we were. <laughs> they took the bunting down. I know this isn't sexual, but they took the bunting down off the bridge because it was too colourful for Perth as well. They've got like a colour scheme and everything. Uh, yeah, everything uh, should don't be want anything too uh, yeah. 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 Gray, brown. <laughs> like it's it's just fucking. Oh. It's not worry because the old people have started dying off soon and the younger people Yikes. coming up are actually pretty sound. So They'll just change. They'll just turn into the old people. Oh, don't That's say true. that. I'm becoming one of the old people. I am too. I saw a tweet the other day that said, like, I, I'm so old now that I don't like being in crowds of teenagers now. I'm just kind of like, I'll break it up. Break the riffraff up. Get out of here. I shake my fist. <laughs> That's plenty. That's plenty. <laughs> That's plenty, son. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I was. I got it when I was giving a boy from my football team. I left home. And he was. I was like, I am thirty in August. And he was like, I just turned nineteen last week. And I was like, booted him out of my car. I was like, you can fucking walk, Jeez. run. You have a lot of energy so with your young legs. Wait, how old are you again? I'm thirty in August. Mm. I thought you were already thirty. <sighs> I look Sorry, it. that's all right. But I just knew you were older than me. Yeah, it's fine. It's okay. <laughs> I never knew that growing up, though. I wasn't 30 when I was growing up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not technically, I shouldn't be classed as 30 now. I'm still pretty much a 15-year-old. I did download a fart keyboard on my phone. Ah. We'll get to that later, though. <laughs> Is that going to be my buzzer? <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. I have a little feedback coming from me, actually. <laughs> I just wanted to thank Stosh for mentioning uh, the hit in Glasgow when he was telling about how it knocked him and the other guy over. I was like, oh, yeah. That was uh, that was all me. I'm sure I lost a couple of brain cells after that, but... Uh, did you tell Connie to listen to it so she believed that you're a hard man? <laughs> <laughs> listen, she, listen. She wouldn't listen anyway. I just try and tackle her in the house anyway, so she she realizes it. So yeah, date, Mike. <laughs> I, I imagine like you and Connie is that like the you remember the original Pink Panther? Yeah. But he had the butler that kept attacking him whenever he came home. <laughs> so I just imagine you and Connie, whoever gets home first, just hides. She no, actually she does that. Like sometimes, like she'll go take the dogs out late, and then I'll like be fucking around around in the house, and then I'll come downstairs, and she'll kind of snuck into the house, and she'll hide in the closet or behind the curtain or something, and jump out and try and scare me. I'm like, don't do that. <laughs> so now I just stay in the bed. I just don't get out of the bed. You walk the dogs on your own. Um, some other feedback. Um, I'm gonna get into this when I went to, uh, whiskey drinking. With, uh, with I uh, went to a distillery with one of my friends, and we were talking about the um, about the show, and he was saying that. A lot of people in his office at the place that shall not be named were saying that it's great. You know, they like me, they like you, they like you, Andy. Um, they will like you after this podcast. Um, but <laughs> but um, they were saying that they feel like it would be good if it was shorter. So we discussed this in in the show. I know you you made your feelings about it. Um, I don't know if you did, Andy. <laughs> what, what did what do you think about the length of our uh, podcast? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. No, like. Um, 
I don't really care. I, I'm more interested in what do As people. As the producer, I, well, I'm more interested in what do people want to hear, right? Yeah. If I could do this episode and it was two hours long every week, and you guys preferred it as one two-hour chunk once a week, that's fine. I'll do it. Mm-hmm. If you'd rather have two one-hour episodes, say one on a Tuesday and one on a Friday, I'd do that. I would just cut the episode in half, so you could have, for instance, all the chat with the guests for the first mm-hmm. hour for episode one, and then yeah. later in the week. Of all the bullshit like bra and all that other stuff in the second episode later in the week. Well, well, do you listen to podcasts, Fidget? Do I listen to this podcast? Do you listen to any podcasts? Um, no. No, you Not don't. Really. Oh, okay. I, I sometimes when I'm working in the studio, it's nice to have a podcast on the background, but I, don't, I never pick them. No. Okay. All right. Well, we could put it to our listeners. We mm. put it up on the Facebook page and see what yeah. you guys like. I think yeah. I think the two-hour one. If we've, I wouldn't want to make the episode shorter because I don't feel like we okay. ever. We never we talk until we're finished talking. Yeah, yeah. and I, it never we never rush ourselves through. And I'll be scared That's of true, rushing yeah. and missing a wee nugget of gold. Some it's not that the episode would still be treated the same. You would just record it as a one-hour, but essentially it would be split into two mm. sections. You would have yeah. say a fifty-minute episode, which is chatting to the guest, and then maybe another fifty minutes to an hour and fifteen, which is all the segments. Mm. But you would just record it all in one setting, and you just chop it in half, release one. We'll put Tuesday it to the we'll put it to the people. So that, yeah, that'll be our that'll people. be our poll of the week. So whether you would like to have the podcast, keep the podcast as it is, we can break it up into two separate episodes and release one as Andy, Andy suggested on on Tuesday or Wednesday and then Friday. Or if you have another suggestion, just write it in the comments when we post it on Facebook. I think it's just going to be really hard to condense it down into just one hour once a week um, with yeah. all the stuff that goes on. All this delicious every, content. Yeah, yeah, with all the all the segments and all the stuff that's become a regular part of the show. That all takes up pretty much an hour in itself. It mm. does. So, yeah, put it to the people. I don't, I don't care either way just yeah what no do they prefer and i'm happy to do it uh, yeah I'd what like you to, guys want i'd like to get a little feedback so make sure you jump on the <laughs> facebook page and uh and mm. vote Let's rock the vote vote or die motherfucker vote or die <laughs> right we all good that feedback and wrapped up uh i think that's all we got yeah as far as feedback tremendous so get to our guest yeah hi hi fidget how hi. are you i'm, I'm good tattooist artist mm-hmm. singer songwriter yeah. performer all of that. All of that in a bag mm-hmm. of chips. Yep. Can we start with the name? Where did Fidget come from? Um, <clears throat> good timing. I've got Tourette's. Oh, okay. Um, so it's like a nickname that I've had. Um, I mean, originally, I used to call myself Fidget when I was a child because of the uh, bat from Basil the Great Mouse Detective. Oh, okay. The creep peg me leg. Re- oh, oh no, he's my, he out, my favourite. No, you've said that. I've got like yeah, PTSD. Yeah. The scene <laughs> when he walks in, you had a clunk, clunk. Oh, fuck. It's no. like peg leg. I used to make my teachers call me it until they called my parents in and told me that they weren't going to do it anymore. <laughs> um, so it came from there, but then when I was a teenager, people called me it because it ticked in a lot. Okay. So it's just from, that's it, yeah. Did I make this awkward? I'm sorry. If no, I no <laughs> not, not in the slightest. I don't think, nothing really makes me awkward, don't worry. You can, okay. ask, you can, ask, me, you can, you can ask me literally anything, yeah. I'm just the complete opposite. I make everything awkward. Yeah. <laughs> it makes myself Michael, feel Michael, awkward. If you, didn't say, if you didn't say that now, we would have texted us the next day. It's like, ah, did I make it awkward by asking her? While standing on the tape bridge, like, oh my God, I got to end this. Mike every now and again brings us his real life problems and then Andy back smashes them out the park. Advice. I like that. It's good. If you ever go back and listen, there's some segments we do, I think, called Agony Andy, where Andy oh, answers I, I'm into that. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. like that. It's my favorite, it's like a sporadic feature, but Are it's my favorite it? shit. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> 
I just shoot from the hip. Yeah. That's kind of my problem sometimes <laughs> as well. So. Um, we should say we, we accept anonymous emails. So if anyone, if you wanted to send one in, Fidget, or if anyone wanted to send one in and didn't want to attach your email, <coughs> attach your real name to it, we'll still give you an answer that's just as good. Or Andy will give you an answer that's just, just as keep good. Keep them clean, eh? <laughs> Leave the innuendo to me. Yeah, we've got some dirty ones, like some filthy ones oh, that yeah. we couldn't read. Like no. anonymous ones. Yeah. No, no, no. This no, one, this one, one had the name on it, but it was oh, about really? his friend. Yeah. And it was yeah, the most yeah. disgusting the story. Friend, yeah. like, couldn't even read it out on air. It I'm, was... I've just had a lot of similar stuff because I've just do, done, or I'm in the middle of making a zine. It's called Secrets. It's about, it's, I just asked people to send me their secrets and I've illustrated them for the scene. Oh, that's Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Some of the things that people said, because I, I told them, I mean, obviously I'm going to know who it came from, but I'm like, but it's totally anonymous. Your name's not going to be anywhere near it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like all that Some knowledge that, that was just yeah. spilling out of your <laughs> yeah. head as well. That would be, I would just be saying like... <laughs> Some of them are insane. I guess people obviously send them in who know you then so really trust you to keep that Yeah, to yeah, which is nice. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I have had quite a lot of people that I actually personally know. A lot of them are people that just follow me on Instagram or whatever or people who like my work. But I have some. I have had some from people I know personally who now I look at in a different way. Or the way I say <laughs> Like, yeah. There's nothing worse than when you like you find out something about someone that completely flips their image like that you had of that person. Yeah. And you're obviously just like, of course, I can't go back. Oh, yeah. yeah. Can't yeah. go back. Like it's all I see now. Oh wow. So like, tell us more about that. So where did the idea come from? That was that just like a um, curiosity. <laughs> just a general just, case of being nosy. I just really love stuff like that. Yeah. I'm into it. I where, like things like that. Where did you post the request for the secrets though? On my Instagram story. Oh, okay. And so, how how long ago did you do this? First of all, how long ago did I do it? Yeah, uh, maybe about a month and a half ago. And how many like ballpark have you gotten? Maybe about sixty. Oh, all right. That's a yeah. lot. So you're, you're <laughs> illustrating them. Yeah, yeah. So th so it's going to be like a little zine, just of the the juiciest ones. With mm. a little illustration and then the little secret written underneath oh, it. Oh, fucking put great. me when I yeah. say it already. Yeah. Um, well, I'm in the middle of making it, so whenever that you'll see it on my Instagram yeah. when they come out, but I'll I'll send you one. That's fuck, that sounds so fucking good. You can add a secret into it if you want oh, as well. I don't know. I don't know. I've known you for too long. <laughs> I think I can't want loads. to. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can all tell me your secrets. Andy can and have his own book. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so, you're so your, your main job, title, profession... Is tattoo artist. Yes. So let's just go right back to the start. How did that? How did you get into that? Um, like, why was I interested in it, or how did I actually get into it? Both. Um, well, I became interested in it when I was a teenager because, well, my my parents are have got tattoos. Like, my dad's got a lot of tattoos from when he was in the army and stuff. And I had a, a massive obsession with prison when I was. About 15, like yeah, 14, let's, 15. Explore that. let's talk about yeah. that. So how, how does, do you remember how this got started? Did you, did you know someone in prison or? No, I wanted to. You but wanted to yeah. know someone in prison. <laughs> yeah, something that's really annoyed my dad throughout the years because he's it like, would. you wouldn't like them. I'm like, I, I do like them. He's like, no, you don't like them. So what was but it? So, what, what was it that you wanted um, to, did you want to try and reform them somehow? No, 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 no. Just the, just the outlaw <laughs> no, nature. No, I just. Yeah, I just like the whole, they're just outsiders. I, I mean, I have a rule when it comes to prisoners. To prisoners. <laughs> I'm yeah. pretty sure, we As we all do, yeah. we, we talked about this In before. In your cage like, before 12. I think yeah. we talked about it as like, is it what crimes? Yeah, are, yeah, yeah, totally. Like, okay. We like, talked about this before, remember when we were talking about knowing people in prison. Your barber was once in prison. Yes. And you're like, ah, 
depending on what crime he did, okay. depends on it how I totally feel about it. It totally depends on the crime. All right. So anything sexual is immediately Out. no. Okay. Mm-hmm. They're they're gone immediately. Okay. Anything like that. But everything else, <laughs> everything else can be passable. Okay, well, what about, so we, we don't want, like, white-collar crime. We don't want, like, tax evasion and no, shit like boring. that. that's right. Yeah, yeah, those are the type right. of people that never actually go to prison. Yeah. So how old were you when all this was? About 15, 14, 15, probably maybe about 13, because actually, because uh, I used to be in love with this guy in a film who was a prisoner. Okay. Who's this? I don't want to say. Cause okay, that's fine. All right, no, that's cool. That's right. fine. Uh, no, okay, so it's the this guy. You can beep who, it out if you want. It's this guy who um, plays a, a guy called Billy the Kid in The Green Mile. Okay. But my best friend Tanis at the time mm-hmm. was was a very good friend because I was like massively in love with this guy, but I'd never seen the end, mm. so she hid the ending from me for ages. Was oh, this Sam Rockwell? Yes, yes. Oh, you... I was, li- I mean, apparently this is hard to explain why you'd be in love with him, but I was genuinely like totally infatuated by him and she never let me see the end and then one day she's like it's time she's like this has gone far enough it's time and she showed me it and he is a pedophile <laughs> so that was that that's so, much, that's so disappointing yeah. for you. <laughs> it was actually heartbreaking it was awful so that's probably, I mean, I, that's a lie. I was going to say that's probably where it started, but it didn't. I've just always been like that. Well, there's always, okay. everyone has their one thing. Like, mine's was a hit me baby one more time. Like, an experience <laughs> like that. When that video came on and I was, what, about 11 at the time, I was just like, oh, well, this is new. Yeah. <laughs> I just, then, it's not even just, it's, it's not even just that side of it or anything. It's just the whole thing fascinates me. The, especially American prison. Yeah, me, yeah I'm kind of it, fascinated like, by that too. It's just fascinating. And like why people would do certain things also fascinates me. And then the then the tattoos come into it. Mm-hmm. American prisoners' tattoos are unreal. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I watch a guy on YouTube called Sean Atwood. Mm-hmm. And it, I don't know, it might be something you're into. I mean, he's a guy that went, uh, ended up in jail in Arizona. He's from the UK for shifting loads of pills back in the oh, day. Okay. And basically what he does is every episode on his channel, he's talking through different questions about, you know, what goes on in prison, all these kind of stories and stuff. It's just, I kind of yeah, get what you're yeah, saying. That, it's it's no, fascinating yeah, yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. About all the tattoos and what certain tattoos mean at certain gangs and what yeah. certain things signify. It's like a whole other language. It, oh, it totally is. It's, um, it's especially like... Well, I mean, if you look at, like, Russian prison tattoos, mm-hmm. it is literally a language. You can read somebody's body and know exactly yeah. what they've done and where they've been and yeah. everything, and I think that's pretty magic. Well, it's yeah. the, whole, the whole thing of tattoos, because I suppose it spans, like, all different cultures and mm. natures. Yeah, and of course. Right down it's to, like, everywhere, yeah. like, the Mayans. Was it the Mayans? Who had, like, they used to do it with, the, like, the hammer and the... It's literally every... I mean, like, literally every culture... The Maoris do that. Do, that was yeah, it, yeah, Maoris do. Yeah, mm. yeah, it's literally every culture has some form of tattooing in it. So was that like the progression? <laughs> um, <laughs> no, you don't have to back anything up with facts. Facts are optional. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh God, yeah, yeah. So that's so a spin-off. So from the, well, we won't talk about the, the, the question about crushing the green mile, but yeah. <laughs> like, so is that where the, the sort of the interest in the, um, in fact? I mean, I, like I said as well, I had an interest in it before anyway, because my parents are tattooed and they used to have lots of tattoo magazines lying around the house and stuff, but I never thought of doing it as a job. I just knew I wanted to be heavily tattooed. Mm-hmm. But I'd never considered actually doing it myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the more I got into it and, and the whole prison thing and everything, I mean, I thought that I'd end up tattooing script and mm-hmm. gangster shit, but I'm not. <laughs> Tribal I'm, like, tattoos. You have to be that to do that. Yeah. So, you know. yeah. Um, but yeah, it kind of just went from there. What was your first tattoo and how old were you? On me? Yeah. Um, I was 18. I tried to get one before, but 
Kind of shut they, down. They caught me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Send me I, to jail. I want to go. I, got, yeah. <laughs> I used to say that all the time. <laughs> I used to say that all the time until it. it dawned on me that I wouldn't go to a, a male prison. I would go to a no. female prison and I don't want to go to one no. of them. I know. What was that? I mean, I don't... Obviously, don't now I'm go. older, I'm like, well, I don't want to go to a male prison either. But at yeah. the time, I was so like, yeah, I'm ready for this. I, was <laughs> I could totally I was fucking handle myself. Like, I'm That's so ready for this. Teenager thing to think. Yeah. Like, I just want to go hang out in jail. Leave me alone, Dad. <laughs> I used to say that to my parents. I'd be like, so what if I get arrested? I don't care what I'm doing. So what? I'm ready. I'm ready. But, um, I've got my shank and everything. Just bring yeah. your I, toothbrush. I used to think it was so crazy about like the, the things that they like the weapons that they make up in jail. Yeah. Like I was watching that show. Uh, I think we talked about it on here at the time about the guy that gets kind of he gets so drunk and he has sex with a girl, but she ends up dead, and then um, he doesn't know if he did it or not. Right? Sure is this? How did that happen? <laughs> 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 up in the suitcase. No, 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 no. The, the girl ends up dead, and then it could be the the father. But then the guy, go, really nice kid ends up going into jail and getting transformed into like this, you know, this thug basically. And then one of the guys had like, you know, ramen noodles in a cup and like squirted like baby oil in it, but it was hot water and threw it on him and burned them up. And I was like, that's fucking genius. You know what I mean? Like, you're trying to back somebody up. You've got to be creative. You've got to be creative. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I wouldn't last 10 minutes in jail. I have to, I... (laughs) They better take my shoelaces because I'm fucking hanging myself. <laughs> I'm, I'm done. I'm too pretty for jail. <laughs> but you're big. You you could fight your way away. I, I mean, no, I don't mean I may be big, but I'm fucking useless, man. I'm, I'm a hugger. Do you know what I mean? I'm a hugger. I'm not a fighter. I would just have that. Just kill my big brother. <laughs> <laughs> we got to fuck him up too. <laughs> so the, were you always saw like a so just to jump straight back in. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> tangent. This will happen yeah, often so and nice, for a long time. Um, so I know I remember you used to write a lot of songs when you were younger mm-hmm. as well. So did you? Were you always into drawing as well? Or was... Yeah, I think I've, I think my parents say that I started drawing as soon as I could hold a pencil, mm-hmm. and I've got lots of little um, drawings that they've kept around the house. Of uh, I don't know if you've seen the Moomins, mm-hmm. the, the Groke from the Moomins. I used to always draw her, and they've got lots of them around the house. But yeah, I I I always I always knew I wanted to do something art related. I always wanted to sing. Mm-hmm. I always wanted to be a singer. And then, I don't know, just the idea of tattooing kind of took over that a little bit. So I always thought that I would do tattooing for, like, uh, uh, a background... Uh, what's job. the word? Hobby. Like, well, no, like, like that would be my job that gives the pays for me to then mm. go and do music. Yeah. So I always thought that I would do it like that, but tattooing is all-consuming like you have to give it absolutely everything and it takes up so much of your time so it's until you get to the point where like i'm really lucky now i'm at the point where i can sort my time out pretty much everything's down to me when i work and like where i go and all that kind of stuff Mm. so i can now take time off so i'm just about to take time off to do some music Mm. oh cool but i mean that's been ages that i've been like saying i'll need to take time off and do this i'll need to take time off and do this or i thought i can do it alongside and it's just it's really difficult because it takes up so much time. Well, actually, it blows my mind because we've known each other what since we were about fifteen. I was twelve. Oh shit! So <laughs> I was in thirteen, so yeah. about seventeen years. Yeah. So when I see like, because you're everywhere, right? you're traveling all over the world to uh, tattoo. Yeah. yeah. So like. Really. Yeah, I travel everywhere. I wow. can't stay in the same place for longer than like. Five but it's, it's, it blows my mind. Like, I'll see like your Instagram following, and then you're in like New York, and you're, I was like, fuck. We used to sit and smoke fags in at the skate park, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Stuff like that, do you know what I mean? Like, when we were, like, teenagers. Yeah. So, so let's let's go further back in, because we're jumping ahead. So, 
You started tattooing in Perth. You're an apprentice in Perth. I did apprentice in Perth, yeah, for like two years. Mm. I didn't tattoo. Well, I mean, I did two tattoos whilst I was there at the very, very end of the apprenticeship. Um, I did a rose and a skull. Nice. Two like very, very simple, very tiny things. Mm. But my boss at the time was always really like, he kind of like tease you. I mean, it was like a really old school apprenticeship. So mm. the whole two years was like super intense um hard work mm. which is great like yeah. i'm i'm fine with that as long as you're gonna get the there's a goal to the, the, the end the yeah. goods yeah, yeah like yeah. They, they you you do all that so that they give you something that you can then have an actual whole lifetime career with and mm. use that can take you lots like you say like the traveling and everything like they're that's what they're giving you the the ability to go and do all these things um but sometimes not necessarily saying this, it's sometimes people will take apprentices on with the the false promise of this happening and mm. then they kind of are like, you know, they just push it back further. Oh, I, I think further. that happens quite a bit in all, all different all trades. Yeah. And yeah, I'm sure it does. I'm yeah. sure it happens absolutely everywhere. Um, so it kind of went a bit like that. Mm. Um, and so I got a second apprenticeship in London. Down in a big smoke. So how do yeah. you get skilled up enough to put a needle on someone's body and put ink in them for the rest of their life? Because I am just Mr. Inconsistent. I would never be able to do something on paper and then on someone the same exact way. Like how yeah. how long did it take you to feel that comfortable? It's like, oh, that? Oh, I can do that. Don't worry about it. I can do that quickly. And um, I, There's a certain amount of faking it. There's like a yeah. certain amount of faking confidence because you have to be you have to be really confident. You have to be like, yeah, I can do this. Yeah, have your like tattoos sitting like shaking hands yeah, before you're like, like <laughs> let's let's just slow down a little bit. There's you. just this thing that you kind of learn alongside learning how to tattoo is to learn how to pretend that you're super confident that this is going to work and it's going to look great. This is exactly how it runs for me working in recording studios with these big analog desks. You cannot for one minute when you suddenly lost the signal, you can't find out where things are. Why is the vocal not come back? Sit there and be going, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. Yeah. You've got to make it look as though you know exactly what's going on all the time, even when you don't have a fucking clue what's going totally. on. Totally, you and can't that's let so the relatable. person. You can't let the person see you going. Oh, I mean, trust yeah. me. Whilst I, I was whilst like, I was apprenticing, there were times I was tattooing people. I mean, the second so so my first apprenticeship was so strict to the point of not being allowed to touch machines until my boss told me I was ready to and all that kind of stuff, which is great. Yeah. My second apprenticeship was really the opposite, and um, the guy. The guy who was teaching me was super laid back, super chilled out, and he just gave me his machines and a room and was just like, just go nuts. And he's like, you just get people in. He's like, if you can get people in to get uh, your flash paintings tattooed, then you can just start doing them. Yeah. So there was quite a lot of times, no one had even shown me how to, like I didn't even know how to set a machine up at that point because my other boss from being so old school would never let me watch him set his machine up. Whoa. So I didn't actually really have a clue what I was doing, but he'd just be like, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> so I learned from just trial and error. Yeah. So there was a lot of times where I'd tattoo someone and be like, "Oops, oh, my God, like looking at it like, oh, yeah, that's oh, really good. <laughs> yeah. Talk them into it like, yeah, yeah it does look kind of <laughs> good. Just, 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 you've tattooed me twice. You never did that with yeah. me, though, right? <laughs> No, yeah, no, cool, no. cool, cool, cool. <laughs> so I, I assume that when you went down to London, there was a lot more like people and traffic around. So you did, you had more opportunity than here in Perth for people to come in the shop and 
just nosy around you can kind um, of talk them into a tattoo yeah or? i mean the the shop itself that i worked in in perth had an amazing client base they were packed out like they were actually like booked in advance for months mm-hmm. um but i but again i can't really say because whenever i was in perth i wasn't allowed to tattoo people yet so yeah, that's true. Okay. it was a bit different but i mean most of the stuff yeah most of the people that i tattooed in london came from online okay which is now still the same. It's all online. Yeah. It's, it's very different from how it used to be. Do some, do some shops maybe ride on the fact that they're just a tattoo shop in London? Um, I don't think you can, yeah, I think really. you can, yeah. Yeah, I, no, I suppose, I, actually. Nowadays, especially. So, so, obviously, like, for example, you asked me about my first tattoo. My first tattoo is now covered up because it was pretty dreadful. <laughs> <laughs> and I had a, quite a lot of awful tattoos that I now have covered up. You can't really get away with that. That was back whenever it was all like word of mouth. Or you'd just say if even online, if you'd seen a tattooist you really liked and you liked their work, you'd just take it to your local tattooist and be like, can you do something like this? Because I have it seemed unobtainable to be able to actually go to that person. Whereas it's changed so much now that all I mean, all these people come in and they're like 20 years old and they have perfect body suits. Mm-hmm. It's painful because I'm like, it's so different. You, you, so everybody's going on Instagram. They have everyone's portfolio sat there mm-hmm. so they can spend time like going through and make sure that they never get bad tattoos. So like if a shop is trying to just ride off the fact that they're a shop in London, mm-hmm. people can, people will still see through uh, it. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Maybe maybe slightly less with walk-in trade if, if there's like, say, you know, I mean, it's a very touristy place in certain parts of London, obviously, so you get tourists just wanting to get tattooed for a souvenir whilst they're there. That's maybe a bit different. But people, people usually nowadays go to someone specifically because they've they've looked at their stuff online mm-hmm. and they just want something from them so it doesn't actually really matter where you are either they just want to go to you to get what you do mm-hmm. it's really different now oh nice what's the um what's the strangest tattoo request you've ever had oh god i don't actually re- oh okay right okay <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, oh that was quick I, nice. <laughs> I was gonna say i don't actually know um i have i've had a lot of weird things or things that people might find weird because some of my work is quite weird anyway. Okay. So like I've had, I do some women like breastfeeding pigs and um, frogs and th- uh, rabbits and things. Mm. Or I do a lot of women with like pregnant bellies with little things in their bellies. Or I've done, um, I've done different tattoos of people like well I did one of Sylvia Plath committing suicide with her head in an oven and things <laughs> like that. So like so like so I know that people would think that was a bit weird, but to me. <laughs> they're not so to me the I had a woman come in once who uh, had this picture and she kept showing me this picture but I couldn't see what I couldn't like it hadn't clicked in my brain what this was a picture of and she's like I want this on my whole back I don't want this whole back piece thing and then I, I suddenly saw what it was and it was like this cartoon fox with all these flowers and fairies and stuff around it and the fox was just hugging a really giant penis in the middle all right and so she wanted the penis all the way down her back with the fox like don't they all giving it a hug (laughs) (laughs) um that was pretty weird wow or like or um people coming for walk-ins and asking for like racist things or yeah that's what my next question is going to be like (laughs) do you have things that you would not tattoo on somebody (laughs) yeah Yeah. so like anything like that i I would obviously knock away yeah off yeah 
Yeah, a lot. You get a lot of. Um, it depends where you are. Totally depends where you are. Like in Scotland, you get you still get a lot of. Um, you know, if you're doing walk-ins and stuff, you still get people asking for like red, the red hand of Ulster and stuff yeah. like that. Which obviously you're like, nah, you can you can go somewhere else for that. No, but, thank you. but but um, yeah, um, did if, you do the anyone, penis fox tattoo? No, oh. <laughs> she didn't show up. <laughs> I booked in with someone else, and she didn't show up. Do you get a lot of people that come with half baked ideas to like, oh, I want this, 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 and that, and I kind of want this on my back, or I want, and you have to do all the work to say, all right, I got to tie um, all this yeah. together and put it together. Yeah, like some some. Uh, Everybody goes about it in kind of different ways. Sometimes people are so dead set on what they want and they don't want to budge from it at all. Specific and They're rigid. They're really, really yeah. specific, yeah. And then sometimes people just, again, it's because of the thing because they've been looking on Instagram and they've obviously found my work and they like it and they like what I do, so they just want me to do anything. Yeah. So sometimes people are... There is such a thing as being too vague. Sometimes people can, you know, they, they want to give you total free reign, so they're like, just do whatever you want. But I'm like, I... I can't actually just do whatever because I could do literally anything yeah. that I yeah. want. Have you heard and of Sylvia Plath? Yes. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's what happens when you give me free reign. So, yeah. Um, oven? So, yeah, you get people who are like a, maybe a little too open sometimes. But sometimes it's good. It just depends on the person. Yeah. But you can make well, it I imagine work. it'd be like, it'd be like it's just an example of the top of my head, like if you go to even like a barber shop, anywhere you have to sit for an extended period of time, yeah. it must be tough if the person's got zero chat whatsoever. No, I think it's fine. I don't. I. I'm not really fussed. Like, I, I. All, I just gauge it by them. Mm. If they're not saying anything, I always just assume that they're getting tattooed. <laughs> it's like a, hair, it's like a haircut, basically. Yeah. I, I, I got a tattoo from Fidget once I was on my rib cage. Say, some people have great chat on <laughs> on kitchen tables whilst getting their ribs tattooed. That was. <laughs> Horrific. Can I just stay there now? Because I was hungover at death. Oh, no. And the worst thing was, is I felt really bad at the time because we were at your house, but like uh, Mark and Joan, like there were so many people there just learning about it. And I'm just lying on this kitchen table with my top off, getting my rib cages tattooed, which I will say hurt like the dickens. But the worst bit was whenever like Fidget squirted the water on to like wipe off the excess stuff, I'd be a really creepy. (laughs) And I felt like the world's biggest creep. So, (laughs) have you have you watched that show Just Tattoo of Us? No, you haven't watched it. No, okay. Are you aware of what it is though? Yes. All right, fair enough. (laughs) We'll move on. Yeah, uh, like tattoos and TV. No good. I would say that would be like what the X Factor was to music. It's uh, <laughs> honestly all tattoos just sit there and go, oh, God. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> I Sorry. caught. No, cool. I caught for about 15 minutes of once up at my brother's house, and it is some of the most awkwardly. It's pretty shocking to me, <laughs> yeah, just to know that people have like. Mm. I, I saw one today actually where they, they had like a guy's like asshole, like as someone's belly button. Oh, wow. And, and I was like. Classic. Yeah, like that's crazy. <laughs> that's like that, like, sort of Malaga 1995 stag dude yeah. tattoo. Like, I don't know if I dislike anyone that much. No. It's what, what surprised me about these shows is like someone goes on with their mum and they're like, I should have total dick. I'm like, that's your mother. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I was just thinking about what you were saying there about the boys on the, like, the the cheap holidays and that. Like, I know loads of boys that come back in the day with the really shitty fucking lying and that, you know, from the Magaluf holiday on arm. And then you look at it like ten years on, and it, it doesn't look like anything. It just looks like a big uh, red blob, man. It's all fading. You're just like fucking. What was going through your mind? Know, was, you it, was, it was the old like. There's the old urban legend of the Scottish guy that went in and asked for a thistle and came out with a pineapple. <laughs> yes, because the Spanish guy didn't know what he was talking about. 
Just put this on him, man. Uh, so I assume, like, for most tattoo <laughs> artists, like, Instagram has kind of been, like, a godsend just because yes. you can just have your work out there yeah. and you can network with other tattoo artists and just get customers that way. What was, like, the Instagram before Instagram? Like, how would you get your... It was just a website, I guess? Um. So before that, it was all through... Well, I mean, you know, whenever there was other things like MySpace or... Facebook things like that. Obviously, people used oh, yeah, them, but it, it wasn't be, yeah. wasn't the same. It was didn't have like the same impact as Instagram. Mm-hmm. But it was just getting in magazines and mm. word of mouth, and you had to be really good, yeah. which is you know kind of different now. <laughs> you ha- you had to be like really good because yeah. because otherwise you know you it's it's like I said it's word of mouth. So people would have to get tattooed by you, know that you've done a good job, and then go and tell other people. It's it's. it's Instagram is amazing in one way and then also kind of gross in another way. Oh, explain. It's just, it's so good for this, but it's so easy to, I know certain people who just change their bio on Instagram to tattooist. Uh, And then they're just tattooing out of like their room or whatever, but they're, they can't tattoo. They don't know any hygiene, any, any, anything at all. Which is Um, dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, potentially, but. That's kind of like us being yeah, podcasters kind of, in our bio. Yeah. We're not, we're not, we are, we're not shit. We've but. been paid for this, Michael. We are podcast. We're not doing it out of your kitchen anymore. <laughs> no, we're doing it in the we're container. We're in a really fucking saying. creepy container. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Lisa, so, like talked about, oh, fuck. you've been all over the place now. So where's your favorite place in the world to tattoo? Or where's just your favorite place in the world oh, that you've visited? God. I don't know. Where's my favorite place in the world? Uh, I really love going to Berlin to yeah. tattoo. Yeah, that's the first place I ever went outside the UK to tattoo. Mm-hmm. What makes that um, special for you? There's just a really nice atmosphere there. The shop I work at is called AKA and it's beautiful. Because mm-hmm. everybody in there is like super lovely. It's always chilled out. And Berlin's got really great food. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard nothing. That's where I, I would be in the place with the best food uh, all yeah. the time. I can't say a bad word about Germany. I never heard anyone. I like Germany. Not since, been, but I not since oh, from that. You, yeah, you not need right. to go to Berlin. Like it, it's so good. I also love. It must um, be nice because people have forgotten all about the war. <laughs> <laughs> They've done a good job of putting yeah. that in the car. Yeah. <laughs> there was yeah. a. I was watching a program the other day, so it's just a tangent, and uh, it's like this sort of middle English couple and they're talking to a German and the, w- the wife goes, that German guy was really nice. And then this husband just went, yeah, they kind of have to be nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, carry on. But yeah, like, because Mitch was talking about Berlin, Chuff's talked about Berlin, yeah. Andy's talked about Germany. Yeah, it seems to it's be a, such really a popular nice. place yeah, nowadays. Yeah, um, Glasgow. Glasgow's oh, the one. <laughs> I love Glasgow. I literally love it. And the shop I work there is called Timeless, and it's amazing. Mm-hmm. I, again, everyone in there is like super friendly. It's yeah, I always have loads of fun when I go to Glasgow. So how does it work? Because I mean, you were saying that you work out of a shop in Berlin. Do you just yeah. have these places that? How, how do you get to work out of these shops? Do you just say, "Hey, I'm a tattooist, and here's the stuff can I have"? Do you have a free space? Spa- yeah, open, yeah, or? pretty much. Like I've been doing it for about oh god, I've been doing it for like five years now. So I always go to the same place. Yeah. Um. You know, you don't want to like hop about from shop to shop. So when when you go to a city and you find a nice shop there, you generally like Set stay there. there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you just message them. Just say you can look at my work on Instagram. Yeah. And then just tell them what dates you want, and they usually say yeah. 
Oh, that's great. So it's, yeah, seriously, it's, so fucking cool. What a time to be alive. alive. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know. But yeah. like, so we were talking about this in the drive over. I can't draw. Like, I just can't. So like, the drawing someone's skin would take mythical-sized cojones. Well, then yes. I was saying as well that it's actually all right. Yeah. Because the the needle's got like a grip, so it kind of like guides. I'm not saying it's easy, but yeah. th- but once you get the hang of it, like it's almost like it's like so. What you're drawing with is stuck in something, so it kind of has Guide to go around. Li- I yeah. mean, it can still go wrong, but it's a very the unforgiving theory, yeah. business. Though, if you, <laughs> yeah. you do get it wrong, you get oh, it badly yeah. wrong. It's so unforgiving. Like, mm. yeah. what can you do? Like, if you made it, I know you probably haven't made a bad mistake, but like, how do folk like blag it if they do make like a bad mistake? Do you know, like, I have thick once. lines and <laughs> stuff? Oh. Can you talk about it? I have. I have one. Is the lawsuit still pending? <laughs> or <were> there... <laughs> um. I I'd only been tattooing for about a month. So after my <coughs> after my apprenticeship in London, I moved back to Scotland briefly, and I just I I hadn't I shouldn't really have been going into shops as a tattooist. I should have done my apprenticeship for longer, but I basically just went around and kind of blagged it until someone would take me. And I got into the shop and I tattooed a like a full paragraph on a guy's arm, and I was weirdly talking to him about people messing. Up. And I, the stencil had come off. This is like the worst nightmare ever. If your stencil comes off when you're doing a paragraph of writing, you're totally screwed. So I can't, re- I can't remember exactly what it was. I put like three E's in something or something. I, I sp- oh my goodness. <laughs> this is off. I've never, I don't think I've ever confessed this before, but it was ages ago, so it's fine. I, <laughs> Let us know and we can yeah, beat yeah, we can beep stuff out. You were writing the word mom, you put three yeah, E's I in it, and what like, happened? I put three E's in one of the words, and I didn't notice until it was the end. And so I oh. But it was like really crammed and small as well, so there's, you, can't, you can't fix it. So I did the whole thing, and then I cleaned it, and whilst I was cleaning it, I was like... Oh, shit. Oh, my oh God. My God. And I, I, I can literally feel my own arse drop out yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah, me too. I didn't tell him. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Whereabouts was it on his body? Oh. On his forearm. Oh. <laughs> but why wouldn't he know? Well, I said, do you want to go and have a look in the mirror? And he went and had a look in the mirror, and I was sitting there like... And he went, that's that's great. <laughs> Is that like, a, like when oh you get a bad haircut, goodness. it's too awkward to see at the well, bar or the fuck? Yeah, I... I I feel like you'd. I feel like you'd. If if they'd notice, I feel like they would see. No, no, I think yeah. I, yeah. I, I feel like me. Yeah. I would have said I've been like that's spelled wrong. <laughs> I would have been watching as you were doing it, spell checking the yeah. whole thing. Like. Well, see, that's the thing. If you <laughs> writing is scary to do on someone, oh. even if you know it's all spelt correctly, whilst you're tattooing it, you're going. You know, like when words don't look like words. You look at them for too long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you always say to the to who's getting it, can you? Double check the spelling because yeah. then it's their fault. If anything goes wrong at all, you're like, I, yeah. I, you double checked it. You looked at the spelling. You're happy with it. So Plus, it's people okay, may so want something spelled incorrectly. It may be an inside yeah. joke. You never know. Yeah, so that's well, a good yeah, idea. Exactly, like, yeah. You fix this shit and yeah, just you, give it to me when it's done. All right. <laughs> yeah. Don't let me know. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> See, I. Like, I was getting all hyped up. I was like, you know what? I want to get my tattoo. I'm going to make 2019 the year. And now I'm just kind of like, oh, shit. I don't know if I want to do that now. <laughs> you should get awards with dots. No. I, I, I don't know what I want. I want to get Staten Island on my forearm. I want to get the outline of Staten Island on my forearm. So you can't really go wrong? You can't. No, you can't. Except for putting Staten Island on my forearm because it's a horrible place. <laughs> I, I, sent, I sent Fidget a copy of the, the Maurice picture that we got. You getting it done? I think I might do, actually. Might do. Uh, there you go. Yeah, but I don't know where. I don't know where. On your other ribs. We should get a. We should all get a little MSF on it somewhere, right? Somewhere. You don't have any tats, do you, Andy? Nah. No. 
Yeah, of course. All right, cool. Yeah, I'll get it on my ribs. We'll sort it out. Take that off, Lee. Patreon. Nah. Um, so how long how long in total have you been tattooing then? Mm, about five, six years. Is that it? Yeah. I've been tattooing for much longer. It like long. <laughs> how many tattoos in total, ballpark, do you think you've done? Even the small little ones. I have no idea. Estimate. Nothing. I have no idea. <laughs> Literally no idea. A lot. The only ones I know how many sort of that I've done are the, I don't know if you've looked no, at the Drowning Girls. The, mm. um, so that's a club that I've got called the Drowning Girl Club. Okay. And I'm just about to do the 2000th one of them. Oh. I was just about to comment on that because you, you mentioned that and it's, it's all over your Instagram. So for, for the sake of those who don't know, mm-hmm. explain the Drowning Girl Club. So the Drowning Girl is a little lady's head that's like half submerged in water. And it started as a painting. I was doing like a little series of female authors who'd committed suicide and I was doing little paintings of their different suicides and I did Virginia Woolf and it was uh, like her full body with rocks in her pockets and then the half body submersion water and then just her tiny wee head Mm -hmm. and then I don't know what happened there was just like a really happy lovely accident one person came and got it tattooed one week and then the next week two people wanted to get it and then the week after that like five people wanted to get it and then it started being so many people wanted to come get this little head that I called it a series and a club. Mm-hmm. And then it's just totally taken off from there. And a lot of people, uh, it's, it's awesome mad. Move. It's like, it's it's so nice. It's like a little logo almost. But like so many people have got it done for... I love the fact you've called it a club because instantly people who are into go, oh, I want to be in exactly. that. I want to be yeah, a part well, of that. Yeah. And it's nice totally. as well because a lot of people get it done for... A lot of people get it done to like commemorate quite serious things. I do a lot of work with women with um, sexual assault and domestic abuse and mental health. And so a lot of people come and get them done for those kind of reasons, like for things like that. So they get it done to... And it's like, you know, if you have it done, you're you're part of the little club and like it's, it's like... Uh, it's like a united front, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. So it's like everyone's got these little things to well, again, symbolize club, something so I mean, like that like, for, yeah. for themselves. Yeah, but they're all like together doing it, which is mm-hmm. really nice. Um, awesome. Yeah, it's, it's it's really cool. I love so you, it. Because you, I did mean to touch on as well. You've done some work with. Sorry, I've talked about was it Miss M. Miss M. Yeah. Miss M. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Do you, I don't know if you want to touch briefly on it. If you want to talk, <clears> yeah, was totally, it? Go for it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this was a, it was a, a massive, win. A long, after a long battle. It was battle. a historical win, yeah. yeah. Um, so talk us through what happened. Yeah, so she uh, she had a criminal court case with her rapist, mm-hmm. which he was found not proven in. So her, her campaign just now is to end not proven. So that the, you, Scotland's the only place, I think, in the EU that you can give a not proven verdict. And it doesn't it doesn't really mean anything it's like a sit on the fence answer mm. to to guilty or not guilty and a lot of people on juries have said that they felt like the person was guilty but they felt like they couldn't fully commit mm. to saying he's guilty but they didn't want to upset the um the accuser either so they didn't go with not guilty so mm. they've gone with, it's like cop out so they've yeah. gone with not proven so they've just like oh they can just throw that in but it's most mostly used in rape cases mm-hmm such a difficult thing um so it's mostly used in that so you know it's basically people don't have to really say their way mm. so she she lost her criminal case on a not proven verdict but then she sued him and mm. took him to civil court she's the first person in Scotland to have done that 
Um, so she took him to civil court and she won. Mm-hmm. Um, she got a, a guilty verdict, and and so so it's like it's a historical case. Mm-hmm. But she's now working after that. She's now working to end the not proven verdict, mm-hmm. and she's making a lot of changes. Good. She's she's Excellent. pretty powerful. Like she's you, doing you, a lot. You of just stuff. put something up on your, your Instagram today about yeah. you're doing a. Is it guest spots you're doing with the, the sort of um, money going towards the cases? And yeah, so I'm gonna do uh, I'm gonna do two different flash days. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be drowning girl flash days, so people can come and get a drowning girl, like you know, fifty quid for a drowning girl or whatever. I've done a couple of them before, and they've always been really good. Um, but it's two. So the one I'm gonna do one in Glasgow that's like to raise awareness for the end proven end not end not proven campaign, and then whatever money I make from it, I'll go to rape crisis in Glasgow as well. That's fucking awesome. But yeah, it's just it's gonna be like a flash day. But I'm gonna make uh, we're gonna be selling stuff there as well awesome. um, for you know to raise awareness for her. Okay, well, so we'll send us the dates on. We'll yeah, we'll, yeah, share we'll it as well. Yeah, oh, your yeah, Instagram yeah, following we'll is yeah, much definitely. bigger than ours, but still. Yeah, I'm just looking <laughs> at that right now. I'm going to follow as well and add to your 42,000 followers. There you go. <laughs> um, so let's move on. So let's say, so about five years tattooing. Yeah. Let's get into some of the silly stuff. So yeah. have, you ever, have you ever tattooed any famous people? No. No. <laughs> no, I haven't. Uh, perhaps probably a podcaster, but whatever. Yeah. Oh. I was in a PA. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have. I have watched famous people get tattooed but I've never been the one tattooing them most famous person you've watched be tattooed uh Keith Flint from The Prodigy nice and Kanye West Kanye West really unfortunately Fuck. yeah was he, was, he, was he real weird or uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> what did he get um <laughs> he got the <laughs> <laughs> I want that yo yeah. I want that penis there's a great tattoo back, yo. time <laughs> He got the front cover of one of his albums tattooed. <laughs> Which one, though? Because there is a really, really, really um, good cover that I like. Uh, I, I think that the guy who tattooed it designed it. It's like an M. Uh, is it an M? It's a, uh, it looks like a word in Old English in a circle. Oh, okay. Oh, I think I've seen that. Yeah. yeah. He has one um, on my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, but he had like five different covers. And it's one of like... Uh, uh, a head that's been severed and a crown on it with like a sword through it. I love oh, it. I okay. wish I want to get yeah. that on oh, my canvas. No, it wasn't, it wasn't as cool as that. Cool. Yeah. yeah. It was like this size. It was like a little ploppy one. But he, he, it was, it was really weird because everyone else in the shop got rushed out because his uh, people had said that there wasn't allowed to be anybody there. But I had someone in getting tattooed. Mm-hmm. So the boss let me stay but there was like a physical line drawn on the floor where I wasn't allowed to cross. No, Can you imagine so I had to stay over there with my client whilst he was over there. And um, my, I, I didn't know whether to say to who I was tattooing or not, so I didn't just didn't say anything, but they had a break halfway through and sat up and to have a drink of water and looked over and just saw Kanye West <laughs> sitting on Why the sofa. Why is Kanye West getting a fox holding a dick on his back? <laughs> Just lay down, you're hallucinating. Yeah. <laughs> <It's fine. laughs> but it was really weird. He um he had like a he had obviously had an entourage and everything, but they kept bringing stuff into the shop. So they brought in like a load of samples, like music samples, to show him, and he got them all played to him whilst he was sitting there. And oh, and right. then someone brought a barber chair downstairs, and they gave him a hot shave and a haircut. <laughs> Man, that's some silly money, eh? That's what you do, though. A, what are you doing? Get a haircut. Where are you going? Wherever the fuck I want. <laughs> that's what I 
Hey, hey, can Why I get this barber chair down here? here? <laughs> I, I, I guess. I mean, we've never done it before. Yeah, there's plenty of these barbers and tattoo artists. They just fly all over the world tattooing all the football yeah, players go, you, and yeah, yeah. actors. Yeah, you just go yeah, to them. It was... Surreal, yeah. That's the kind of money I want to have. Where yeah. I can just, yeah. I just pitch up and as does they bring me my barber chair. Yeah. This is where it's going down. <laughs> bring me that barber well, chair, yo. That was the same. That was the same um, weekend that he went into KFC in Dawson. Did you hear about that? And I remember. He stood he was... on the tables in KFC shouting at everybody, "Get a picture." Oh. That was the same. That was like just after that. Can, we, can we put him back on the cunt pile <laughs> yeah, just for that story? He's in this. Kanye West goes straight on the top of the Tom Brady cunt pile. There you go. Yeah, that's. <laughs> so, uh, right, other than that, so <laughs> Keith Flint, I imagine, was just the nicest guy in the world. He is absolutely lovely. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Like, literally, <laughs> such a gentleman. He, um, I sat and chatted with him. I mean, I ended up becoming friends with him because um, Philip tattoos him. Mm-hmm. And um, he. He literally just the sweetest guy. The first time that I spoke to him, his appointment was running slightly late, so I was sitting at the table chatting away to him. Uh, he was just telling me all about his dogs and stuff. And we, we were talking about snuff, because he asked, I can't remember why, but he asked if I liked snuff. And then the second time he came in to get tattooed, he brought me like a little box of snuff. Oh, He's literally nice. that nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> would, yeah. Would, I don't know, like, I've, I've not met many people that I would consider to be famous in my life. Like. Mm. People here and there, but like never anyone like super. But like, I imagine if Keith Flint walked into the same room as me, I would oh, prob- I honestly, would have walked in. I would have pissed myself. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I well, I mean, since we were like yeah, we were start, we would have been listening or yeah. whatever. I actually remember seeing him for the first time. I remember listening to them for the first time. I went to see them when I was fifteen. It was it was like mega surreal, yeah. and he had a huge huge presence. Like mm. to see it, but but he's like really he was like really really modest about it. Um, I remember him saying that he had got a taxi and the guy in the taxi was like, you look really like that guy from The Prodigy. And he was just sat at the back of the taxi like, oh, right. And he was just like, oh, do I? And he's like, yeah, you look really like that. He's mad him. And he's like, he's totally tits. He's got crazy hair and everything. And he was just sitting there like, oh, right, right, right. So he didn't say anything. Like, he's not, yeah. he's not like running about telling you. Yeah, it's a stage persona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah he's re- he was really lovely. Um, whereas I see the presence thing, like meeting a famous person who's got presence. He had bucket loads of it. Kanye West had none, and I'm not just saying. I'm not just saying no, that because I really don't like Kanye West. I've seen, <laughs> I've seen other famous people. It's it's weird in It's weird when you move from Perth to London and suddenly you see like little famous folk flocked about all over the place. Uh, they have presence, like mm. they've got this thing about them because they're famous. So yeah. whether you like them or not, you can't kind of help but be a little bit like, oh my god, that's do, them. Do we put that on them, or do you think that's just genuinely them? Because I've heard that about Madonna. Like that's how Madonna got on. Yeah. She's walking to New York, and they were like, the holy shit. Yeah, I think it depends. It's been, I think it depends because I did, I went to see Oasis and Liam Gallagher has got fucking like. I thought swag, you were going to say down. you had none. I was no, no, say, I was like, what? that man's got stage presence coming out yes. of his eyeballs. Like yeah. there was one point of the gig I went to see stood there with his tambourine like with the fold apart just sat on the top of his head with his arms out like that like a sort of messiah looking thing and the whole crowd just went fucking bananas for this guy with a tambourine yeah. on his head it's, 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 it's mad it's absolutely mad but I think that it's part I think it's both I think some people have the thing yeah um, some people then also become a parody of themselves so yeah. that presence and what it is that you know people I imagine Kanye probably had it a few years ago he just I just I yeah. just no. they, it was 
there was just nothing. Mm. I don't well, know, you know that. If it's like, not for you, like, I'd be the same. If the fucking the lead singer for Snow Patrol sat next to me at McDonald's, I would have like, I'd just fling his chips away from him or something. You know I, mean? I wouldn't give a fuck, you know what I mean? But like, I suppose it depends if you hold that person in any sort of regard. Yeah, yeah, I saw um, I saw the lead singer of Primal Scream. Bobby which Gillespie. I, Bobby Gillespie, yeah, uh-huh. And uh, he, I, I was like, <gasps> well, I didn't I didn't say it, he just walked past me. But mm. I, I remember being like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. But I can't, I mean, like, well, as I was saying, there was a, I went to a Celtic game and one of the famous Celtic players, a guy called Danny McGrain, walked into the lounge that we were in, me and my pal, and I had to get my mate to go and speak to him because I was like, yeah. fucking... And yeah. this guy's like, he's only about five foot nine and he was about in his 60s at this point, so he was like an older guy and I was like, he's fucking Danny McGrain. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's too much. Mm. So, so what, would they, what would you then say, it's not famous people, what is the favourite tattoo, your favourite tattoo you've ever done? Outside of the Drowning Girl Club. Well, yeah, I was going to say, I really, I do genuinely love doing all the Drowning Girls. Um, probably Sylvia Plath with her head in the oven. <laughs> Is that on your Instagram Less page? Pl- yeah, yeah, it's on okay, there. Yeah. Yeah. Mate, she's going to be going through it just looking yeah. confused. I know, I was kind of scrolling before and I was just kind of like, oh, shit, I've got a podcast to do. It's quite far down now, but it is on there. It okay. is on there. And what about yeah, the fa- yeah, favourite tattoo you have on yourself as well? Uh, my my chin. That was I was doing mm. this one. I was like, that's awesome. That's like, definitely I, my favourite. See, I wouldn't have the balls to do anything like that. Me like, either. I always liked the idea of getting something on my hands, but then I just couldn't do it. I, I really want more similar ones, but my I don't want to upset my mum, <laughs> and I just can't. I can't. Like I know, I, like a lot of other tattooists are like. What does that even mean? They're like, who cares? She'll get over it or whatever. But I know it would upset her, and I. Well, you, ju- you did just tell that. me that before we got here. He was like, I, I, I don't swear. It. She's like, I don't swear in front of my mum. So I'm going to. I don't know if I'm going to swear on the podcast because my mum will listen. Aww. She, I, I love my mum. I don't want yeah. to offend my mum or get That's like. That's a great like, quality to she's, have. She's not like. Um, I mean, she doesn't really care, but. She's she's really funny, but because you know my mum, she's yeah. not like. Um, oh, d- She's not. No, she's not she's uptight not, at all. She's not no. uptight in the slightest. Not. I mean, some of the stuff we were talking about this earlier. Actually, we were talking about being teenagers, and um, some of the things that. Because so, uh, my dad out of my mom and dad. My dad is the the slightly more. Again, he's like super liberal. We've we've pretty much been allowed to do whatever we want growing up. Mm-hmm. But he would be slightly stricter, mm-hmm. uh, and then he used to go away with his job sometimes for quite a while at a time. And there was one summer in particular that is like my favourite summer ever. But there was one summer in particular where he went away, and it's only now that he's hearing about some things because we're we were like, oh, can't can't say that, can't say that. My mum used to drive. I don't know if I should say this. <laughs> say it. My mum used to drive around with our friends on the roof of the car and stuff. <laughs> and I do. She went into the police station in Perth to do donut spins with Mark on the roof of the car a load of times and everything. And, she let us drive through to Edinburgh, sitting up on the top of the car, and what? And like sometimes there was just our house was just like one of those mad houses. It was just full of crazy boys. They were they were doing ridiculous stuff all the time. She mm. locked Mark out of. Uh, we used to live upstairs from where we live now, mm. and uh, there was like three windows, and Mark had gone out and was in the middle window on the outside of the building, and we locked him out. And my mum just came through and was just like. <laughs> <laughs> and then just left there was like loads of stuff that now she's like oh now she's like why why did I let you all do things like that but I'm like it was great it was your fucking it sound was, it was great yeah don't be worried about that but harmless jumping out of car moving cars oh, never yeah. harmed anybody there was a video once of me on YouTube in a queue to Leeds Festival sitting on the 
burn it out of the car, drinking a bottle of buck fast. <laughs> and just getting driven along at 30 mile an hour while the queue was moving. Those were the days. I used to love doing that. Not with the buck fast, but with the sitting on the car. It was fun. <laughs> awesome. Right, well, I think uh, we've chatted quite a while. So if you're happy to, we'll carry on and talk some shit for another little while. Yeah. And maybe jump into some of our usual features. Yeah. Do you want to do that now? Or do you want to go to news? Have we got some news? No, we've got a couple of things that we can talk about before that, I think. Come on, I've actually I've been reading all of... Uh, our good friend Mike was... was Thorough old, notes. Thorough, yeah. Actually, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this because you gave us a breakdown of your last day out. Um, so how about you tell us about your trip down south? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to Southampton. Uh, well, it was in Portsmouth, but through Southampton mm-hmm. for work. Um, it was in Edinburgh Airport. And I'm an experienced flyer. Like, I've, I've, I've flown quite a bit in my time, just going back and forth to New York and everything. And for some reason, I don't know why, I left my keys in my pocket, and I was going through security, and it beeped, of course, and the lady was, like, right over there. Didn't even look at me. It was, like, right over there, because you know how great airport security are. Mm-hmm. People, people. And I felt violated by this young man in security. <laughs> like, there was a bunch of German kids that were behind me, and um, I just... And they, 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 some of them went through security already. And then when I pulled my keys out as I walked through, I was like, oh, I had my keys in my pocket. That's why it went off. He was like, spread your arms. I was like, all right, cool. Spread my arms. He, like, put his hands down my pants, like, down, like, around, like, the rim of my underwear and grazed my ass crack. He grazed the top of my ass crack. And I was like, I was like oh, my God. And then it was funny because there was, like, a German kid who was, like, 16 or 17 years old to my left. And I was like, oh, God. And I looked over at him and I was like, help me. Okay. And he was laughing. And I was like, well, this is so weird. I kind of just like walked away. And I was like, oh, I don't know how to feel right now. <laughs> so that episode in Friends where uh, Joey's trying to tell them that's the just Taylor. His, yeah. Yeah, That's yeah. how they measure pants. <laughs> <laughs> Bottom line, I kind of liked it. That's, that's I literally it had the same experience at an airport once with, yeah. a, with a woman doing that. But like, it's crazy. I mean, everywhere. They touch like everywhere. And I understand and they, they have to. <sighs> yeah, but it was, it was new. I've been frisked at an airport many a time. Yeah. And they've never touched my boobs mm-hmm. or my bum. And then suddenly she was, and I was genuinely standing there like, oh, right. Oh. I usually We're obviously racially... the new face of terrorism, I think, you I... and I. <laughs> <laughs> I, say, I usually just get racially profiled, especially if I've got a tan and this beard's kind of thickened up. People just assume. Yeah. I'm like, so oh, I ain't th- that tan. Get out of here. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. But <laughs> so carry on. Apart from uh, getting to second base with a. Yeah, so the guy next to me, I, uh, we were on this tiny uh, fly B flight. It was two two on each side, two uh, Normally seats on each propellers side. On the yeah, way. it had propellers right by the propellers. I, I was that. like, shit, me, I hate them too. And then the guy sits down next to me, and he's he's got B.O. Immediately oh. sits down. I was like, oh, God, it's going to be the longest hour and a half of my life. So then um, eventually, like, we're about maybe like 20 minutes from landing, and he sees that I'm on my phone, and I'm like, I had a, must have had a page up before I put it in the flat mode. It was basketball. So he starts talking to me about basketball. <laughs> I was fucking porn up. <laughs> <laughs> So he starts talking to me about porn. Yeah, no. Uh, so we start talking about basketball, and it was a French guy, and, and he's like, and we start talking back and forth, and I was like, oh, all right, this guy's pretty cool, despite the smell, and and uh, he was like, oh, we, we got stuck on a question about who was like in the leaderboard or something like that, and he's like, oh, I'll just turn my phone on, and I was like, oh, I don't know, you know, you're supposed to do that on planes, you're maybe supposed to leave them off, and he was like, don't, don't, don't worry, I am a, I am a French scientist, and if. Uh, if, if you, when you turn your phones on, it has nothing to do with the equipment in the cockpit. That's it has true. nothing to do. And I was like, oh, all right, cool. So he turns his phone on, turns it off, flight mode, boom! The fucking plane hits the ground. And I'm like, oh my god, we're dying! I start screaming and everything. He's like, he's like, no, it's fine. We're just landing. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> so then, 
Um, then we were in, um, got to Portsmouth, get to the hotel, uh, didn't have a room, of course. Nice. So um, I had to, I had to get one of these like uh, accessible rooms. So it was at like the, the kind of the wheel in, oh shit, oh, the wheel in showers and everything. It was really nice though. Uh, we did one of those escape rooms. You ever do that? For team building, escape rooms. Yeah. No, what are they? So it's like the one that we did. It, it's basically you go in there, and you have to crack a bunch of codes and shit like that in order to. Like in crystal where? Maze, you go in where? Oh, so, like a yeah. It was just like a, it was weird. It was kind of like a, just a dingy old building, and we kind of it had like padlocks on the outside. We didn't know if anybody was in there. Kind of like this place. So we go in there, and it's basically um, they, they give you a story, and then you have to go in and find, go, go through all the clues and crack the case. So the one that we had was a bar. We went to the bar, and it, people had been dying in the bar because they'd been drinking poisoned beer, and we had to figure out why it was getting poisoned and who was doing it. And he gave us like, a whole backstory, and it was, it was really fun. Like there were false walls and shit, and there were there were things that you had to push in, and things would jump out at you, and there were keys hidden under like fake sick in the in the room, and there was like posters all over the place, and you had to find the one that was um, that was giving you the clues for what you had to do next. It was really good. I think we should do like a monkey sword fight. That right? sounds brilliant. Uh, sound, I've I always wanted to do like one, man. It sounds like we call it. I haven't seen that, that film dust. Escape from that long ago. That was dust. Yeah, um, yeah, it was pretty good. What would you yeah. rate there? Rate that out of ten bananas, Mike. Oh, for that uh, day out experience. It was. <laughs> I'd give it a six, but ju- no, I'm sorry. I give it a seven, just because there was that one point where we kind of finished the whole thing, and he was like, "Oh no," he was on the mic. He was like, "Oh no, uh, close that. You're not supposed to be in there yet." And I was like, "Okay." And then we ended up like there were guitars hanging on the wall, and there was letters on them, and there was a certain way where you had to make out a sentence or a word based on something that you found earlier, like they gave you a pattern earlier. But we just kind of skipped over that, and we kind of just kind of figured it out. And I was like, oh, I kind of wanted to, to do that. I wanted this to take a bit longer. But uh, it was good. It was still good. I had a good time. Solid so 7 out of 10. So, solid 7 out of 10. Uh, also went to the uh, Glen Turret Distillery the other day. Ooh. That was pretty good. I got to make my own whiskey. How'd that go? Uh, it went well. I drank it last night. Got drunk. Nice. Yeah, so that's always good. Make it loose. You got to make your own whiskey. Yeah. Well, what did you call it? We called it Skiena after my two daughters. Oh, so, nice. Yeah. And it sounds so kind of Scottish, Scottish too, it right? Does actually, it yeah. does. Get your, Skiena. Get your finest drama, Skiena. That was actually not bad, Michael. Well yeah, done. there you go. Um, I mean, we went to the warehouse, right? Oh, <laughs> what, what's going no, on? No, I was, I was yeah, actually, it, it sounded really <laughs> shitty, but I was being yeah. actually quite genuine. I've heard better oh, ones right. from you, mate. <laughs> I was disappointed. No, shit, sorry. <laughs> I'm joking. They have a warehouse, but there was no, like, cameras or anything outside of it where they keep, like, all of this, like, super expensive whiskey. So if you want to go rob it like they did back in the day, go ahead. But um, <laughs> we went in there, and they have, like, these four little barrels lined up where you can get your, your taste of it, and I was totally trashed afterwards. Um... But it was like pouring cokes in that. It was just funny because we go in there and it was freezing in there and it was super dark. And this guy's going on and on about the whiskey. And it's like, I just don't remember anything after the second one. Like, like I took two drams and I was just kind of like, well, I'm warm now. That's cool. Uh, I don't this really need lovely. to. Yeah. Well, I was like, let's just get to the third and fourth one. But it was a really good time. The, the, the tour guide was super, super knowledgeable. His name was Jamie. I follow him on Instagram now. Jamie's Whiskey. Jamie. Jamie. Jamie's Whiskey's. And uh, highly recommend. That gets, that gets a nine because I got drunk. Nice. So, uh, yeah, that was really good. Fair play to you. Anything else? That's all this, That's what you've been doing this week? Oh, I do have the J-Lo thing. Did you see this thing with J-Lo? No. Where she, well, now she's married to Alex Rodriguez. Well, getting married to Alex Rodriguez. And she said... A-Rod. A-Rod, yes. And she said, men aren't worth dating until they're 33 years old. Yep. 
And me and Connie were talking about it. I was like, you know what? That's probably true. I was useless. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah, to be quite honest, yeah, I probably was. I'm still... I'm... It's totally a thing. It is a thing. Not every guy. Most guys. Most guys. It's a thing. We definitely. make poor decisions up until yeah. our 30s, I would say. Speak for yourselves, boys. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I mean, I've never dated a man, but... Um, Lies, but go ahead. <laughs> no, I've never dated... I said never dated one. Oh, uh, hey! Hey! Uh, uh, that, no, I'm gonna leave that alone. I'm not gonna go there. Not gonna go there. That's what I said. Um, I don't know. Let's ask a female. Mm-hmm. Did you? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. The, the, it's a thing. They're, they're, your brains haven't haven't caught up with ours by then. <laughs> That's probably you, fair. You want different things. You're more immature. It's just a fact. Does that yeah. mean I'm gonna hit 33 and stop being immature? Because I'm not down with that. Like. Nah. I don't want to stop laughing at fart I don't jokes. think that you st- we stop being mature at that age. I just we we kind of we just, reserve it for a different just, spaces. We yeah, get a yeah, handle you're on it. it a bit, you're just a little bit slower. Mm. Yes. Just going a little bit slower. Yeah. That's why, like, that's why the something that I've always found weird is an age gap. So, like, an age gap with a, a man and a woman, an older man and a younger woman, totally makes sense to me. Yeah. An older woman and a younger guy makes no sense to me at all. It's going to be frustrating for. Her. I just don't. I, uh, it's, there's yeah, probably I, yeah. There's only probably one reason. Well, Stamina, <laughs> basically. Yeah. There's some yeah, good like, milfs out there. Though. <laughs> <laughs> there's some good Stamina. ones. There are some good ones. Andy Mack. Come oh, and live. Well, no, I can. I'm kind of looking at like what you're saying there now, and I think it's like I don't know. I'm more mature at 35 than I was at 25. 45. 45. 45. Yeah. Oh, so the, your 30s are out for you. No, but if we're going to be, like, really realistic, a yeah. lot of guys probably mature. 35, I think, <laughs> is that right? <laughs> yeah, you always think, like, back in the day, like, your mum and dad turning 40, and it's like, that's them getting old now. Like, yeah. these days, oh, that's like, you're just, nah, no. you're just getting right at that point. 20s are the new teenage years. <laughs> well, see, my mum my and dad were like, so they had me, well, they had Paul, my, me, and my wee mm-hmm. sister. And then obviously you, you're looking after your kids pretty much right up until they're in their twenties odd anyway. Do you know what I mean? And then that's when they really start like laying them shit down themselves. Do you know what I mean? So like, yeah. but by that point they had me when they were when Paul was younger, and me when they were about twenty seven, and Julie when they were twenty eight. So then that's like the next twenty years of their life looking after us. And then you've got a couple of years of getting yourself together financially. Now nowadays. They're off all the fucking time and yeah. having a great time. Like, Man, my parents like what did you do during the weekends? Oh, I was in my bed by nine o'clock. I watched a Netflix documentary. <laughs> what did you do? That? We were till two in the morning, steaming <laughs> drunk. <laughs> your mum got in a scrap and your dad chinned a priest. <laughs> fucking, was, yeah. all right, Pats. Sell mama Pats. <laughs> Papa Pats. <laughs> do you know what I mean? But that's uh, you're right. It's, it's different now. Because people obviously are living longer and it's they're just, healthier. Yeah, and, like my my mum had uh, my brother when she was seventeen and she had me when she was twenty one. Mm-hmm. My dad's nine years older than her, mm-hmm. and now when I think about I always think that I, sh- I always get kind of annoyed about it because I feel like I should be married and have children by now because I'm 28 and to me what? I'm always like I feel <laughs> I feel really old and I also feel like if it hasn't happened if I'm not married by the time I'm 30 I'm just not going to get married but it's, it's, it's that's the way that I'm going no, it's, it's fucking written in the stars mate. but you like, don't have to for, even stop it there though for all other people I'm like yeah if, why would that even be a thing but for some reason with m- myself it's yeah. different I'm like I think as well, yep. it depends because it can all come around so fucking quickly. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I know, like, I've seen it all the time. Like, folk I've not seen for ages and, like, 
Like yeah. one minute they've got a photo of themselves out getting absolutely smashed stronger at the weekend, and then like three months later they'll pop up on my Instagram and they're like they're doing really nice hill walks with their significant yeah. other, like yeah. hashtag love you and that. Press you, I just yeah. I seen you eat chips off the of flare <laughs> just three months earlier. <laughs> no naming names. I don't think that you have to be to a certain age to get to get married. I, think I just think when it happens, you'll know. And I totally, you'll... I do totally agree yeah. for everyone else except me. I think you'll well be getting your vows tattooed yeah. on your forearm. <laughs> I think go. it's something that's. I think it's spelled a... correctly. Hopefully, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to Murray you four hours. But like, I think it's something that's changing in the like sort of the, the views of people. Like, yeah, like especially now, and it's still it's still obviously going out there. But like, there was up until even recently, it was commonplace for a woman in her mid to late 20s to at least have a kid yes, and be engaged. Exactly. And it's not so much the norm now, and no. people aren't as bothered by it, but no. there's still that there not niggling bit, thing. It's yeah. still, like, hanging there a bit, yeah. but, but it's, it's not the... It's not always done. Like, the thing is, the world's so much more open now as well. Like You see people, like, especially women in higher jobs and that now aren't, want to take the time off to have kids because no. they've yeah, fucking worked yeah. their arse off yeah. to get where they are so why the fuck should they have to yeah but like yeah i can see what you mean though like i got well, married I far I just, too well i think i just always wanted to do that because my parents mm -hmm. have it so good and they like my mom was so young when she had children but then when so she was 17 when she had my brother but when i got to 17 younger maybe i was thinking i'll i'll have a child and be married when i'm 17 or whatever but when i got there i'm like I'm, not I'm 17. I am not <laughs> having a child. Yeah, I was like, 17. I was like, well, no. I, I, I was 19 when Riley was born. Mm. And like, at the time, it was just a case of, well, you've just got to fucking pull your shit together. Yeah. Yeah. But now when like, speaking to people I know that are 19, I'm like, ah, wow. Yeah. Yeah. You are in no there's, way ready to have a child. exceptional circumstances. Like, so for, it works for some people and mm. it doesn't work for other people. Oh, they're skinny biscuits. <sighs> I think I'd be like, I'm going to be, if I have a daughter, I'm going to be a terrible... <laughs> Terrible dad. Listen, if I can get through ten years, you'll. Oh, but you're be no, right. you've not even got to the bit that's that's the scary bit for me was when they start bringing boys home. Mm -hmm. Why would they ever bring a boy home? <laughs> I'm dead serious. Why? Would, why I'm, do you have to? I'm bring... really, really hoping that we're still doing this podcast when Mike's daughters get to the age where they're bringing boys home to meet you. Just hopefully prom night, can like six year that kind of thing. I imagine you be like ice 15, like 16. You know no, you guys are gonna have man. to fucking get in the gym and get ripped up so we can do the bad boys thing. Yeah, I was gonna say. Me and the shit out of the guy. Me and Paul comes. have always talked like that. Like, have you ever seen the bad boys in where Will Smith and Martin Lawrence yeah, quoted? Yeah, or yeah. me and Paul have often talked about yeah. doing that. <laughs> I don't know if I'll be able to handle it. Now you, you can't. You can't like push them away because mm. when, you, when you push it away and say oh I don't want any boys around that's when they they start sneaking off and doing stuff so yeah, you, you don't want them be... doing stuff in secret yeah, yeah but I certainly don't want it in my home well, yeah. so <laughs> so but you want to you want to be understanding doors that, open yeah. at all times uh, yes go hang out and study and make sure that your uh, that door is open well, that doesn't sound bro Mike but, no it's um, not. you know what might be is bro or no does that sound bro <laughs> bro or no Do we have the list up? I think we will get it up. So I don't know, Fidget, have you, you've listened to the show, have you, have you listened to Bra or Nor before? Yeah, I don't remember what that is. So basically, we asked, this is the bit where we get our uh, our listeners to give us content. Oh, okay. So we asked them a question, 
uh, to get into us with their 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 things that are maybe dividing opinion. So, mm-hmm. whether things are bra or if they are not, I understand. If they are bra, they go into the brawl of fame. Mm-hmm. If they are not, they go straight in the nobbin. Can I just take the chance to say, nice job, Mike, on that little oh, graphic yeah. video there as well? Oh yeah, yeah, you like that? That was, that was nice. <laughs> you like that? Yeah, that was nice. Can that be the official bra or video for all posts? Of course, it can. The videos yeah, get a lot of engagement on social media. Go for it, man. Yeah. Digital marketing training is kicking in. After fucking five years in my job. <laughs> All right, so. Uh, I've got the first one up here. Um, shout out to Nate Black. Nate. Vegan Jiu Jitsu Master. Nate and I have been talking today. I hope you're feeling all right, buddy. Oh, he's had some. You'll know what I'm talking about. You'll know what I'm talking about. Some bad lucks on the bookies, eh? Oh, the fuck? No, I wasn't talking about that. No. Oh. But obviously, I can't go into it. Oh, um, wow. It'll be. We'll put it in the. In the it afters. might have been in the pre- in the pre- preamble earlier. I can't remember, but uh, yeah. Well, he's a he's a sub, so maybe I'll talk about it later. But oh, soon. Okay. He's been having a bad time gambling okay, so, too. Uh, Nate Black shouted it. So, Deliveroo. Don't know if it's been covered before. Bra, because it's a way for people to earn some money. But I can never bring myself to be the reason for someone tearing about the town on a bike just so I can get a takeaway. Mm. It's a no from me. Why is that? Pourquoi? San. Because, um, like, KFC, what the fuck do you want a KFC delivered for? (laughs) (laughs) How lazy have you got to be and need to get KFC delivered? Not everyone lives as close as as we do to KFC, so we may not. But, like, if you're going to get a takeaway, why would you get a KFC? Certainly not, no. (laughs) Chips are always shy. It'd be freezing by the time the wee guy's turned up on his wee push bike with I imagine KFC, up KFC, Deliveroo in London is probably a little bit better than it would be here. Yeah, I mean. More options. You can get everything. Yeah. However. Okay. I do use Deliveroo sometimes, but I may verge more on the north side as well. Because it frightens me. Why is that? Because how do you know that they've not like put their fingers in your food and stuff? I suppose that's just the trust you've got to try and put in people. No. (laughs) (laughs) They don't work for the restaurant. True. They're independent people, right? Mm -hmm. So who knows what they've done? They could do literally anything to it in the time between there and here. Yeah, they, they kind of do work for the restaurant, though. I mean, they they get pro. I assume they get some type of money from. They don't get money just from the person they're delivering to, right? They get it from all the restaurants. They must chip in a bit. I'm assuming and then Deliveroo pays them. I'm assuming the reason why there's fuck all on Deliveroo in Perth compared to Just Eat is oh, for that God. reason is that there's a third party involved. So yes. Deliveroo are taking the cut like Just Eat would, but then they also need to pay the salaries of the guys who are going out to actually deliver it. Yes, I'll say as well as I've noticed this how much I eat takeaways. Oh, As you can tell, in that, um, chunky poise, chunky poise, bro. Um, a lot of the places in Perth now are making their own apps. Yeah, I've noticed like, that as well. There's been a couple of places that are like, you go in and they're like, oh, this is our new app, don't use Just Eat anymore. So these companies are obviously taking a bit too much off the top, so they have to say they can save a bit of cash money by going, cutting out the middleman, so to speak. Mm. I'm going to say, bro, it's a somebody earning some money, somebody hustling. So it's a bra for me, plus anybody that brings me food is <laughs> fucking up there. What, on if my put, what if they've put poison in it? Well, then I'll probably won't notice because I'll have eaten I'll it too quickly. Yeah. After I've eaten it. Oh, at least as long as I'm full, if it's a quick acting poison, I'm not that bothered. <laughs> I don't want to go out like Joffrey in Game of Thrones and then... There's been times I've eaten that much food. I'm sure Megan's convinced I'm going to die. <laughs> oh, we can use that for the afties as well. It was a question on there that we could go through. Remind me, Joffrey. 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 Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna say no, just because I ordered from them and um, pizza was cold when it came. 
They're all on bikes here. It's on the bikes, yeah. Yeah, but it's it's not. I think in in real cities, um, they I think they do use uh, other methods. Big fucking excuse <laughs> me. No, he's got a fair point. Uh, yeah. I yeah. think they, they do use other methods of transportation. Yeah, they can bring it in a car or an, or a yeah. moped. So I think maybe if we weren't in Perth, I, I just think less eat or just so, eat. Just kind of. I feel sorry for the folk that you see like tearing up into Letham and they're on like <clears throat> sheer faced hills with a bag full of food and it's they're like all, <laughs> it's all restaurants on delivery and there's fuck all takeaways on it there's about uh, six things you can choose from in KFC you get, get it booze from right is there that many takeaways in Perth though yes. I haven't eaten yeah. takeaway in Perth for a very long time there are some good ends you want is to hit Rashid that's the shit <laughs> can I just say MK Noodle Bar is back on Just Eat oh. MK Noodles is the best oh, is good Best Chinese in Perth. I don't think I've eaten that. I have. I've never heard of it. Because they also do huge what? bags of like chips, but it's like skinny fries, mm-hmm. like McDonald's. So it's basically a Ooh. massive bag of Ooa, McDonald's I chips like that. on top get of that, noodles. Get that with your noodles and your Szechuan chicken and your can of Pepsi. That's my thing. Boom. What's your favorite restaurant in London? In London. Yeah. Quick tangent. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Jeez, sorry, that's a question. We'll come. We'll come back to you. <laughs> yeah, come back to me. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Uh, next one here we have Mark Miller shout out to Mark Miller your list is all over the place are you starting from the top I'm, this is literally the, how it's on my phone oh okay fuck off professionals <laughs> ever boys <laughs> didn't have to oh, call oh you out. are newest oh no you're not right, I'm okay. most relevant sorry 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 that was a great <laughs> bit of pod Mark <laughs> Miller beep that out <laughs> impatient people there's story. <laughs> there is a story to this. It was a very strong no from me. So I got the. He DM'd me the story. Okay. Effectively, Mark works in customer service. Yeah. Mm. He was dealing with one customer. One person came in, made a bit of a fuss because they weren't getting seen to. Mm-hmm. He finally got round to that person. The person asked him a question, so he went to then go and find out the answer to that question. Came back, and the person had fucked off. Oh. That's not impatient. I think... Depends what the question is. No, they don't don't have staying power. Let me read it. Let me see if I can find it. Maybe I read it wrong. The guy walked into the showroom and was like, has that car got brakes on it? And he's like, I'll need to go and check (laughs) it. Maybe he's got a point. Do you know what I mean? That's Mm. hilarious. Okay, so... Does he want this red? Yeah, he's either made me show him. So... So, customers that walk into your work that don't have an appointment and everyone is busy with someone. The reception let him know that everyone was with someone and when someone was free, they would see to him straight away. Everything was okay at that point, 50 minutes pass and I am free. Go and speak to the gentleman and he loses the plot saying how disgraceful it is that he has walked into it, you will beat this out, and couldn't get a salesman to speak to. I calm him down and explain that we are all busy and that we're sorry he had to wait so I can go and show him the car he's interested in. And he says, what's the price of the car? It's a brand new one and that's not on display so I need to go and check what the price is. Go to my desk upstairs and get the price. Two minutes later, he's walked out. I returned to reception and they said he was fed up waiting and is taking his business elsewhere. Mm. He maybe had just come in with a fucking inheritance check or something like that and was ready to like, right, blow that shit. I think I get what he's meant. I think it's in any sort of, anyone who's worked in any sort of customer service and you get people who forget that you're a human being yeah. even if you're in a job. Yeah. Like, just because you're, like, employed... We used to get... Working on the phones in a call centre is the worst because oh, they can't see be. you. Listen, I don't... I'm not defending the guy, but, for, like I say, for all we know, that guy was about to come in and drop 20 stacks on a brand-new motor, man. He's like, true. I want to buy that car, mm. and I'm fucking buying it now. And nobody could serve him. I think I'm not that, standing up for the guy, though. I, was, I know. I kind of I mean? agree with you because, like... If I go in there and I'm going to spend, like, I mean, to me, that's a lot of money to spend on a car. And it probably is to him, but he, he's got it, obviously. Well, hopefully. Like, I would want... 
I'm here to purchase a motor Especially vehicle, if it's a popular sir. car, and I don't know the situation, whatever car it was. If it's a popular car, I'd expect that inf- certain information quite quickly. You know what I mean? Like, I want to know what this is. if there's not enough advisors, it can't be helped. No, no that's I'm saying, saying about the second part of it, when he was like, he had to go check for it. Like, I, I, some people may be upset by that. They may not want to wait. He, uh, not me, yeah, but... Like, is he classed as, like, a rude customer? I would so say really so. So, really, he's saying bra or not of rude customers. Yes, I would say Because yes. impatience can be great. I would say, though, so, yeah, rude customers, yes. Rude customers. Oh, rude customers are just straight I'm going to say, like... No, ben. Straight yeah, in the bin. Anyone no, who's ben. worked in any sort of customer-facing role will know that people mm. are dickheads. But, Mark, <laughs> we need more information. We need to know what was the question he was asking you. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say no to rude customers. Is that a resounding no? It is a resounding mm-hmm. no. Straight in the no bin. Right, cool. This one's from Paul Weesk. Hey. Oh. <laughs> this is funny. Fidget's cousin. cousin. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, I, got a, I totally forgot I got that a bone to pick with Paul. <laughs> so he said, eating McDonald's in your car, sitting in the McDonald's car park. It's a no from me. And he goes on to say, I think. That no, he wrong. doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't want to say. So. Yeah, wh- what happened? Did that get deleted? No, no. I don't think he said anything. Oh, okay. So... I will say there's an adage to this. Well, we'll go around the table. Then there was this one actually got some public engagement. So I'm going to say it's bra, mm-hmm. fucking bra. I love eating in my car. I. It was funny. We I was picking Kanye up from somewhere. Oh no, she was coming to my house, and I just sat in my car like the entire time out in front of my place. Like, and I was like, no, I'm just going to hang out in my car. I'm not going to come into like sit in my flat. She was like, why are you just sitting in your car? And I was like, I, I like my car. I do <laughs> like, I like some, sitting in a car. I do that sometimes. If I've had a really shitty day at work and I'm getting home late. I'll park the car up and I'll sit for 10 minutes just in the motor before I get out. Because, like, it's just a kind of, like, it's a safe space. It's an enclosed space and there's nothing else in there. I can just chill out for 10 minutes and then I'll go in my house. You said absolutely mental, (laughs) man, honestly. What's wrong with you? (laughs) Fucking eating in my car. No, first of all, I'm not going to be eating in my car. You know, he's six nuggy meal, huh? Nah, if I was going to sit and eat in the car park, I would have just gone in to eat it. Mind you, if you're on your own... There's yeah. nowhere that you can't eat McDonald's. True story. If I'm at McDonald's in my car for the drive-through, then I'm taking it back to the house. Well, so you live really close to McDonald's, there though. Doesn't matter. Though. Why would I drive like 15 miles for a McDonald's? Drive <laughs> <laughs> McDonald's in Dundee. Yeah. <laughs> I've got, got Burger King in Dundee. Oh, Do you know what I mean? Go for a BK. Right, well, I will say just as an as this, Nate Black nah. has piped up to say, "Bro, sitting in McDonald's is para, and it's too cold by the time you get home." Warm car, comfy seat, music on, bro. I agree. Yes. I, I totally agree. agree. Fuck yeah. I'm sitting in my car yeah. in McDonald's. Animals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. Uh, Paul Leesk has then went on to say that promise this was not aimed at you, Mike Dots, on Sunday. See, now that creeps me out because I was there on Sunday and I don't remember. No one came up to me. No one said anything. Dealing with this whole local celebrity thing is fucking with me, man. Because you're only one of six black people that live here as well. <laughs> that too, yeah. That wasn't me. That was my cousin, Byron. Byron. <laughs> Byron Dots. <laughs> To my mom's side. Um, and Darrell Miller, Miller has been saying, when you have kids and have to grab food or you can't face eating in front of them because they steal all your McDonald's food, the car park is a five-star <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> you know what, Darrell Ann, that is a very, very good point. Sometimes, like, if, like, sometimes my daughters may have something to eat, right? And it's dinner time, past dinner time, but I'm going to be ho- coming home and they're going to still be up. I don't want to just feed them McDonald's just because I went and got McDonald's, you know what I mean? I may just sit in the parking lot and just eat that shit. I like that. <laughs> 
<laughs> I sometimes do that, and then like if I get one, if I get something, and I've not got something for Megan when she's in the house, I'll eat it in the car, <laughs> <laughs> and then put the wrapper or whatever is like in my work bag yes! because she never goes in there. <laughs> my daughters will like they'll like go throw something out in the bin. They'll be like, "Dad, why is there McDonald's bag in here?" I'm like, "Shit, I'm caught." Uh, <laughs> I just jump through a window. I remember I was living in a world of lies. <laughs> But I remember Papa Pat's got caught uh, He was like putting his car in for a service No, my mum was cleaning her car And she goes, Graham, do you want me to clean your car? And he goes, aye <laughs> She come in with like a five pack of double deck I was like, what's this? I thought you gave up chocolate for Lent <laughs> My dad's like, aye, they've been in there for ages, Carol <laughs> Super defensive <laughs> Speaking of, um, <laughs> I know I said it, but like local celebrity, um, I went, I walked into Ring of Bells on Saturday, yeah, and um, then somebody was like, "Oh, I know you. You're from that podcast." And I was like, "Yes, yes, <laughs> it, is, it is I." Did you put that shit grin on as well? Like, I was like, "How you doing, son? How are you?" I was like, "What do you want me to sign? Yeah. You want to take a picture?" He was like, "Oh, I know Jordan." I was like, "Oh, fuck! Oh shit!" <laughs> No, but uh, shout um, to my man Chris. Yes, yeah. Chris. Yeah, he, he was funny. Yeah, he He's pulled a... his girlfriend over, and he was like, "Oh, we have a dance in school. We want to come CD, on." Yeah, no, I've spoken to Chris about coming on. That'd be a good shout actually, because they've been doing a lot of work. Um, he's another person that worked in that place, still works in that place. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he's doing some good things. Set up his own dance school, him and his girlfriend. So, it shout felt... out to Chris Eady. It felt he's still at the college. By any I think chance. so. Yeah, I need to introduce me to this guy, man. Just so because I see a lot of the theatre students not cutting about a lot. Mm. I just I don't know. I've never met him so. But you're one of like half a million white people in Perth. And like, sort of one. Yeah, he stopped me. We were in the paper, so he would have saw you. He probably would have stopped you. You know what I mean? No, recognize no, I love, stops you, me, know what I, you know what I loved about that photo is there's, there's three, there's four of us. Mike's right up the front, and then the three of us are all white dudes with beards in the background. Like, literally, all look like, spitting doubles at each Let's other. Let's make this look diverse. <laughs> and it reminded me of that time you told us that you always get included in the pictures for the work oh yeah i told him hey, if you want to give me free lunch and get me out of work for a day yeah i'll be your i'll be your guy I'll... Right, so it, it, gonna, okay i'm not gonna I'm actually gonna, go there i'm gonna, gonna get in trouble <laughs> <laughs> are we gonna say bro remind me to say that in the uh in the what do you call it okay. the afties okay. yeah uh, i'll say bro that, by the way oh about an hour and 40 in oh jesus okay, christ we better get the patreon soon right we'll finish up with some more bro no pardon me that's a resounding bro uh, am I the, I'm the only one who really watches the Avengers. I'm gonna. Uh, I've seen the Avengers. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so there's a there's a a, fa- a fan theory. So obviously the combination's coming up. Endgame, the 22nd film in the series, is going to be like it's just been announced. It's going to be over three hours long, mm-hmm. three hours and two minutes is the official runtime. And there's a fan theory that they're going to destroy Thanos, the big Barry, mm-hmm. by Ant Man, the superhero, can shrink himself down. Yeah. The theory is that Ant-Man's going to shrink himself down, climb up Thanos' butt, and then explode him from the inside. <laughs> an interesting theory. It is an interesting theory. And uh, Stosh <laughs> has said, is this broad, is it not? I'm fucking on board. <laughs> I, I, I'm saying no for that. If I, I saw was, that... I agree. If I saw that in the movie, especially <laughs> after the first one, <laughs> yeah. I'd, be, yeah, I'd be raging. I know. Yeah. I think the dickhead in me would love something like that to yeah. happen, but like the Marvel fanboy in me would cry instantly. Yeah. Ant Man's too good for that. Yeah, he is. He's too good fucking for that. Love, I fucking love Paul Rudd. So do I. Yeah, that's a no. Sorry, Stosh. I believe <laughs> Andy. I've, I've got no opinion on it. You know, I don't watch any of that stuff, man. Andy's so. watched a total of six films in his entire life. Seven. <laughs> uh, right. 
I think we've talked about that one before. Is that the ketchup? The ketchup one, yeah. J-Lo did speak on that as well. That was part of the whole men under 33. Well, just see what you think, Fidget. So tomato sauce, where do you put it in your kitchen? Oh, in the kitchen, in the cupboard. In the cupboard. Ooh. Are you a fridge guy? I'm a fridge guy. No, J-Lo disagrees. As is your cousin weird. as well. You never, like, no one knew that till recently. Someone <laughs> looked at the bottle and went, what? Who puts it in the fridge? Tastes better when it comes out of the no, fridge. I like it cold, yeah. It's a, it's a cupboard item. Oh, I keep all my sauces in the fridge. Sauces yeah. in the fridge, spices others, in the cupboard. all other sauces in the fridge. Really? Yeah. Why is that? Why not ketchup? <laughs> Why segregate them? There. Oh, okay. Whoa. All right. Oh, hey. You, you be better like, nah, remember whose podcast you're on, okay? <laughs> see, see if I go to somebody's house for my tea. I don't want to be getting served none of your warm ketchup. Your warm warm. How can you tell the difference? Because it's warm. Yeah, but whatever you put into it's it, it's warm. It's always a bit runnier when it's sitting in the cupboard. Yeah, that's true. Mm. And plus, it, it separates slightly more. Yeah, yeah. You get the, <laughs> you've always got to get that get good shape because you didn't want you get to get that, that tomato ketchup pecan pie. You know what I mean? And we have a title. Can I put that as a title? Can I put like the Monkey Sword Five Podcast? On the free flowing conversation that occasionally touches on mature subjects. That's what we can call the the Patreon episode. Um, Right. I think we maybe call it there. Is that all? Is there any more broad notes? There's a couple. Go on, just get through them. (laughs) I like like players. People that ride horses on roads. Does it have wheels? No. Does it shed all over the road? Aye. Try, try yourself to fuck, mate. <laughs> I'm going to have to agree. I'm the same. It's the same like fucking cyclists on a country road. That nope. shit does my fucking boxing. Especially yeah. when they cycle side by side. Yeah. I'm like, no, okay, well, that means I get to push you over as I drive past. I disagree. That's illegal. Well, you don't you like cyclists? Yeah, my dad's a cyclist. Oh, right. Well, your dad's, <laughs> your dad's a big tough dude. Do you want to so, yeah. go say that to him? <laughs> Maybe from a distance. I, I didn't mind as long as you if you're gonna ride on the road, make sure you got a helmet on, give me oh. some reflective clothing, then take the piss and be cutting about with no helmet on, yeah. Yeah, dressed in black. Just, yeah. Uh, yeah. A friend of mine got knocked off his bike recently and we're like it was in the dark. And we're like, <coughs> right, so you have a light on your bike? No. No. What were you wearing? Well like Deliveroo black jacket. jeans <laughs> black jeans and black jumper. Ah. Well there you go. Yeah. No, how could a, anybody see you then? Yeah. Like yes. literally nobody can see you. You feel like you would as well, but there's been times where, like, I've never hit anyone. <coughs> but, like... <laughs> Someone got caught up on Twitter one day, like, uh, kind of confessing about knocking people off. But so. I've never knocked anyone over. Like, I've never bumped into anyone that wasn't in another car. But, like, you see people cycling about all the time. Like, it's, like, it might be all right during the day, but especially this time of year, like, one minute is bright outside and the next minute is pitch black. And, like, yeah. you don't see these people. Someone's going to yeah. get really fucking hurt. yeah. I'm probably just being a dick, but no, I, I don't. No, cycling is quite dangerous. It is. You don't you don't get to ride a motorbike without a helmet, so you shouldn't be allowed to ride your mm-hmm. push bike on the road. I you also, low end you also shouldn't helmet. want to. Yeah, no, no. yeah, you get your. I don't actually, actually, my dad was uh, doing some cycling thing, and he came off his bike and went headfirst into a tree. Jeez, oh. and he brought the helmet home. It was a and, crack. Oh my! Oh, it was like there was like a big gouge in it like that like all he must have been flying it, it was really really fast and he pinged off over the handlebars nah man so we're like so <laughs> yeah. yeah why would you not want to wear that yeah because i guess it doesn't even need to be a big fall no, no it doesn't no, i mean no, you can no, literally no. just you fall just and your, bump your, your head, head in the right way yeah and well, that's let's, it let's reel it back horses we're talking about <laughs> horses i'm gonna say not i horses. say yeah bro uh, I love a horse. Yeah, but 
You know what? I don't like horses on the road. Why are they on the ho- on on the horse? Why are they on the road though? It depends why they're on the. I I think all horses can go wherever they want. <laughs> all right, there's like a, a path where we walk the dogs like up in Medvin, and they just leave piles of just horse shit everywhere. Do you know? Too. Actually, oh my god! Right, I've got a thing about this. Okay. My best friend at high school, I won't name her. Um, name her. Name her earlier. No, no, she's my real best. Oh, Tanith's, okay. Tanith's my most my real best friend. All the secrets are coming out now. Here we go. I still miss her. I see her at work. I'll tell you. Do you actually? Yeah. Oh, don't, because that's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, do tell her I love her. I will. But do. Um, my, I had another friend called. Oh, I remember. We used to walk. She lived up Canoe Hill, and we used to walk up Canoe Hill all the time. Mm. And if there was a like big pile of horse shit. She used to kneel down and put her face in it. Why? Because she said it was really good for your skin. Wow. <laughs> oh, no. No, 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 no. Every no. time. I just, like, mo- every I time just, without I just fail. Did you join her at one point? No. <laughs> I just, just moisturized like a normal person. She, she yeah. didn't have very good skin. Ah, oh, wow. <laughs> Can you take her name out, though? Because now I feel like I've just said she puts her face in horseshit yeah, and she's got yeah. bad skin. We, we, love so. a be- we love a good beep. Uh, yeah, good. yeah. Do, do an old beep on that. Yeah, but yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to say no to horses on the road. I'm going to say, say bro. Okay, I'm going to say no. Yeah, I love a bit of horse, mate. <laughs> well, the guest gets the deciding vote as well, so that's a bra straight in the brawl horses of fame. Um, will we get in a bit of, will we keep some of these for next week? Yes. And yes. will we jump into our usual kill, our final item about uh, what I've been watching and listening to? What have you been watching or listening to this week? Andy puts in some really good fucking um, theme tunes. Okay. Our sports theme tunes, my favourite shit ever. Okay. I'll play it to you later. Sports, did you say? Yeah. We don't always do sports, but there's a. Okay. Do you watch <laughs> yeah. any sports? No. No. Okay. I didn't want to talk about sports because I kind of be fucked talking about how shite Scotland are and stuff yeah. like that. So just. just yeah. I just want to say I'm glad we didn't touch on the old Dell trade. It, uh, That's fine. Would have hurt my heart. We'll yeah. talk about when he's shite for the Browns next year. <laughs> we'll talk about Conor McGregor next week anyway. Anyway, what we've been watching and listening to this week, um, I'll, I'll kick it off. I uh, I was driving down to Manchester with my, my boss going for work, and he's a bit of a an old-school sort of skater surfer from Australia, so turns out we're into a lot of the same music from when we were younger, and we're driving down, and he, he, was, he was in the co-pilot seat, and he stuck on... Uh, Take Off Your Pants and Jacket by Blink-182 mm-hmm. and I forgot how fucking much I love that album. Now, I've probably not listened to that album in about pff, at least 10 years mm-hmm. and I remembered every single word on every single fucking song. It's just pure you. Oh, it was amazing. Like, it literally <laughs> took me back to my long-haired baggy jeans yeah. skateboarder, little punk mink. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to give that a retrospective nine bananas Ooh. out of ten. That is... A retro nine. Honestly, one of my favourite albums of all time. Just for like production value, songwriting, like general nostalgia that comes along with it, take off your pants and jacket is the fucking bomb. I also went to see uh, the new Jordan Peele film Us at the cinema. Is the guy who did it, wrote and directed Get Out last year. Oh, was it good? Oh, oh yeah, how was it? So good. fucking good. I didn't actually know that that was out yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, came, it came out on Friday, so me, me and Chuff went to see it on Sunday evening. And oh man, it's so fucking good. The story's brilliant. Mm-hmm. My new absolute idol is Winston C. Duke, the guy who plays in Baku in yes. Black Panther. Big boy. He's like he's like my like he's that's my like, idol. We're shaped similar. We're both <laughs> we're both thick. He's a large man. Like, yeah. We're not we're not obese, but we're both bigger than your average bear. So mm-hmm. he's like my new idol. 
because I was sitting on his Instagram page and he was talking, I was like, I just, when I'm doing my training, I just had to embrace my genetics. I was like, yeah, I'm a fat cunt too. <laughs> Fucking right. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's cool as fuck, man. The soundtrack is amazing. There's a really good, it's on the, the playlist on Spotify and it's like a sort of orchestral mix of I Got Five on it. Mm-hmm. And it's just really fucking creepy. And they use it in the film. And the the main actress, Lupita Nyong'o, she is fucking sensational. And she's so, like... Uh, yeah, I've not explained it. There's, like, this, sort of this family get attacked by their doppelgangers. Yeah. That's effectively it. And the story, the way the film's shot, all the kids are cast. And the one thing I will say as well is, like, it escapes that. So I don't know if this was intentional on Jordan Peele's part, but like you get stupid white people in horror films. Yeah, they don't make any of those mistakes in this film. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like this black family just do not fuck around. No running up the stairs and it's and like, taking a shower. Yeah. And... It's a ten minute movie. Yeah. Just, uh, if something happens, <laughs> yeah. they just run off screen. Credits roll. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Winston Duke just starts busting people up. But no, I will, I, honestly, I'll give that eight bananas out of ten. It's, oh, good. I prefer it to Get Out. I do love Get Out. I love a horror mm. thriller, but I prefer this one. Like the story was good. Um, I watched a couple of videos on YouTube after it, and he made a really good point where like some of the the ideas aren't there's not there's an explanation to everything, but like it doesn't give you like full on Blackstone. He goes, I wanted it to. I said Blackstone. That's really bad. <laughs> backstory. That's really, that's racist. Sap wasn't racist. <laughs> um, he, he said he wants the film to be thought of more as like an ink blot. Mm-hmm. So obviously, like, you take your opinion as like yeah. so he gives you enough that you'll enjoy the film, but he doesn't like explain all the mystery of the movie away. So yeah, eight bananas. And um, what else? I feel like I did something else as well. No, that's it. I've been very boring this week. But those were my two. We shall go to Mike. We can, yeah. yeah. Um, I've got a lot of old stuff that I didn't. The only thing new that I've watched was Afterlife on um, Netflix. The Ricky Gervais thing. Ricky Gervais, yeah. I'm kind of iffy on Ricky Gervais. Sometimes I like him. Sometimes I don't. I I like this is like kind of really depressing black humor. Mm-hmm. And and, I, and I, I'm like three episodes in. It's that's racist. <laughs> it is racist. Yeah. <laughs> Considering there's no black people in the show, it is racist. No, um, yeah, it's a really good show, really dark humor, and um, so far I'll, I'll give it give it a seven and a half. Seven you, and a half. Are you a bit like me? Do you like Ricky Gervais as an actor rather than Ricky Gervais as a person? Yes, I, I, I like I like him. I don't mind him either way. Because I, I, I love The Office. I love Derek. And I'm sure if I've watched this, I'd like it as well. But yeah. him as a person just tends to wind me the fuck up. He's a dick. Yeah. He is. He's kind of full of his own self-importance now. I wouldn't go out of my way to watch anything that he's in. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's always made me laugh any time that I did watch him. So I'm kind of like, I should probably look out for his stuff more. But maybe it is because he is a dick. Yeah. Nah, fair enough. Um, the Big Nasty Show. That's something new that I've been watching. Has anyone seen this? It's fucking hysterical. Just watch it every week. It's great. Um, also because uh, I mean I've talked about this a couple a couple of months ago now but guy his name is AC he doesn't rap anymore from Staten Island where I'm from uh, calls himself the Latin from Staten um, he released <laughs> you did about, yeah. on the uh, oh I did yeah yeah you Call- played his, his- Put his mixtape, or you talked about his oh, mixtape. Oh, about the, the 9 11 mixtape. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, it's just for every time like a plane hit the towers, he, he like released a song for it. And on the day of the anniversary, he like dropped one every single you know to kind of commemorate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's got one with uh, who who sings 50, 50 Ways to Kill Your Lover or 50 um, Ways? Paul Simon. Paul Simon, yeah, he's got like a, a mix on that, which I think that you'd like, Andy Mac. So it's pretty good. So I'll share the link on that. Um, also, because I have title. Black-owned business, since we're talking about race, Jordan. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> uh, listen to Blueprint and the Black Album today. I had the Black Album, the edited version of the car with my daughters, and we were all singing along, so it was a good it was a good family moment. And they've been watching Ratatouille all good film. month 
long. Okay, it's not that <laughs> Holy good. Holy shit. No, but every time it's on, I'm like, why is this on? And then I end up sitting down there like, oh, he's cooking. The rat's cooking. This is great. So, uh, Ratatouille, I'm going to give that a strong eight. That's a good movie. Yeah, surely as a kid, did you not have like a film that you's like, maybe one summer you just watch like the same film yeah. over? Riley watched Toy Story 1, 2 and 3 every day from the age of 2 to the age of 6. That is acceptable. No, it's it just really... <laughs> is, age is, of 2 and the Baron sat there for 3 two-hour feature <laughs> length down. <laughs> fucking square eyes by the end of it, man. Oh, man. Like, Poor it, Baron. It was fucking... <laughs> oh, man. I, I can watch them now, but for the longest time, couldn't watch them. Could not watch them. You anything else? I'm all done. Cool. Fidget? What's what have you? I been watching and listening to? God. And I've or been, reading. Uh, and reading. Oh, I'm reading Betty Blue. There's a book yeah, of that. It's, it was a book first. Okay. I've just my whole, my whole life apparently. Because that's what I've been listening to as well. Because I've been listening to the soundtrack whilst I've been reading the book. So this is this is your favourite film of all time? It's my favourite film of all Betty time. Betty Blue? Yeah, Betty Blue, yeah. It's um, 30, oh God, 32 degrees in the morning? 37 degrees in the morning? I can't remember. 32 or 37 degrees in the morning in French. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and it's amazing. That's like my favorite. One of my favorite things in the world. Erotic really psychological drama. Yeah, like like oh, you've, well, you've, you've seen it. I watched it. Yeah. Like uh, reading the book is just like a more intense version of the film. It's the film's it, pretty fucking intense. The film is intense, but it's exactly the same. Yeah. They're exactly the same, but then you just get like more description, obviously, and like you're just a little bit deeper in it. If that's possible, mm. I just just made, just spend loads of my time just wishing that I lived in France selling pianos. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like it's about this woman who starts going out with this guy called Sorg, and uh, it's just it's basically just a little journey of her mental health deterioration whilst she's with this guy. Uh, who she finds a book that he's written and she's convinced that he's the world's greatest writer but no one appreciates him and it drives her insane and mm. so she's like constantly trying to have everybody realise what a genius this guy is and he himself also is like I'm not, I literally <laughs> just wrote I, I didn't do any of this on purpose I literally just wrote something yeah. once but she's obsessed with it and then it's just like you know, a little story of them but it's it's my favourite thing ever but I've been listening to that, reading that. <laughs> what I would you give that out of ben, 10 bananas? Oh, like a billion bananas. All the bananas. <laughs> a billion I bananas. Can have all of the bananas. Generous, Mark. Um, <laughs> she actually has a banana on I the table here. Yeah, I brought a One banana of those billion. with me, yeah. Um, I've been listening to PJ Harvey. Nice. Um, I can't remember the name of the album. Dry. That is, is that, <laughs> that is, that, yeah, dry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just a, um, I've been listening to it. It's about dry. You can't go wrong with PJ Harvey. And I've been watching just, I just watched lots of really depressing stuff that just makes me feel like, do you ever get that feeling like, I always get it at night and it's because I watch too much stuff like this where you just, you just realize that you're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> I get that after something really good happens. 
Yes, is I, that do, I do. No, I, I do. Something, well. something really good happens, and it's like, well, we're all going to be dead in 30 yeah, years. So I, what's the Oh my God. Well, yeah, exactly. Because also, I don't, I don't want that. To, if you could take a pill for immortality, I would take it in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Because I don't ever want to die. And I feel like, well, I don't want to miss out on all this stuff. So, like, yeah. when something good happens, I'm like, I tend to get, <laughs> yeah, I just I'm get like, really nervous about, like, how badly I'm going to do in the coming apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> That's what worries me. That's what keeps me up at night. It's like, I can't hunt you for need shit. fuel. Imagine the feeling. I do, yeah. I'll start eating people. I'll be yeah, the, I'll be yeah, cannibal zero. Yeah. Like I will be cannibal zero. Imagine the feeling though. You've taken a pill, right? You're never going to die, but you've got to watch everybody that you love around you die, and then you've got to keep making new friends. But then they're going to die, and then as long as there's Twitter, any. I'd be happy. Yeah. As long as there was Twitter and Pornhub. Yeah. Pornhub. Uh, porn bands coming get all in soon. Of them to take it as well. Yeah. Only select people. Get select few to take it. You get like, say, you get a pack of five. Oh, hey, that would be... should we save that for the afties? So oh. yeah, Patreon, Patreon. Oh, no, right. Who would you pick? Yeah. 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 <laughs> but yeah, I've been watching like the uh, just Netflix things about Ted Bundy and yeah. This is what my my People evenings have spent just shit. watching serial killers and lots of pedophiles. I, w- yeah. I once bought my ex like, so depressing. <laughs> yeah, I once bought so my ex depressing. like a, a box set on like famous murderers for Christmas mm-hmm. and I was like what the fuck and it was the thing she liked the most yeah. which worried me greatly yeah, see, yeah. The, the pedos not so much but the serial killers they are yeah. fascinating fascinating yes. characters watching, watching the serial killers is, is slightly easier than what like yeah. like sometimes it's like right we've seen like five things about pedophiles in a row can we watch something that doesn't involve this yeah. now um, but <laughs> this guy didn't touch them but do, he killed do, them do you know most. what though like the Ted Bundy thing as well so watching that, did you see that? The I've Netflix not watched it, yeah. Bundy t- Do you see I've it? I've seen it, yeah. How many times? You could have like that, you know that game where you take a shot every time someone says a word? Yeah. You could take a shot every time somebody says how handsome he is. I know, yeah. What is that? Like literally the first words out of everyone, all these like, uh, I thought it was weird that it was all like these old guys who are probably like from the times when they would have been a bit homophobic or whatever. The mm. first words out their mouth are just about how gorgeous he is and how, mm-hmm. oh, that was part of his thing. Because we touched on it because everybody was kicking off saying, oh, Tom Hardy's giving him sex appeal. And I, I made the point of the podcast saying that was Ted Bundy's thing, was well, yeah, his yeah, sex I, appeal I, and how charming and intelligent and, and manipulative he yeah, was. Yeah, like obviously I have never met him, so I don't know. Watching the thing. You better look, fucking love them. <laughs> talking about earlier he's on. sexual. I wouldn't have. Oh, uh, sorry, right. right enough. Um, yeah, I right. forgot he was that. I thought he was that murderer. Seeing him and seeing his face and everything. He wasn't handsome. But and then, there was nothing... Char- like, hearing him talk, I was like, I don't get it. But I, imagine I, well, obviously like, I wasn't yeah. in the room with if, if he's got the thing that he talked about, because this, this is a complete... Someone would yeah. say to me, because I once asked someone, why is Prince a sex symbol? Oh, because he's got the thing. Exactly. So my, <laughs> but you can see that from yeah. the telly. Yeah, but like, I'd imagine like, the thing about with psychopaths especially is they can turn things on well, and yeah. off in an instant. Yeah, that is true. They can manipulate the situation. Yes. Yes. I just think it's interesting, you know, you look at me and say, well, I don't think he was that good looking. Then you look at all the women that he murdered and they go, apparently all these gorgeous, pretty young women for the yeah. time. But I would look at their photos and go, she's fucking <laughs> stinking, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it, was like, it was back in the 70s as well. Like, I'm all right, I'll pass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all right. I'm going to leave awful. the joke. Don't I'm going to leave yeah, the joke there. I'm going to leave that joke there as well. <laughs> right, sorry. Right. <laughs> Anything else? <laughs> uh, 
No, that'll do. <laughs> I didn't say much, but I'll tell you what. Um, <laughs> what have I been watching, listening to this week? Uh, just, I'm actually just the way to start Stosh's book, so I'm actually going to have the review for you next week, because mm-hmm. I think it'll be a fairly short read. Um, what have I been listening to this week? I've been listening to a lot of guitar players, I've been listening to a lot of Guthrie Govan, um, I've been listening to a lot of country music this week. Yeah. Oh. A lot of country guitar players as well. On top of that, um, being locked in the Studs heavy. Barkwright's EP's done. Mixed mastered. Excited about that. My my boy Swain, who just got his new stuff all together there. Uh, and other than that, I'm just fucking running hundreds of sessions and busy as fuck. So good man. Well, the stuff I'm listening to is all stuff I'm working on for other artists. And um, we just about finished Hannah's EP as well. So. Deadly. Yes. Aye. Nice. Good times. Watched absolutely fuck all as usual. Dos. So. Right. Well, we'll, we'll wrap up. This has been a long episode. We've thought about doing fucking Patreon stuff as yeah. well. Um, right. Thank you very much, Fidget, for coming on. Thank you for having me. It's been me. a pleasure. Is there anything would you would you like to give out your Instagram handle to our dear oh, listeners? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But usually when I spell it, people don't know what it is. But I'll spell it anyway. It's go just Fidget. F I D J I T. There you go. We will. It's oh. the J. Do I is say Jai? Jai? No, J, that's J weird, for Juliet. J, J for Juliet. Well, we're global, so uh, people will understand. <laughs> yeah. <that. laughs> it's Jai. Jai's an American one, really, isn't it? No, no it's I Scottish. thought it was Scottish. Yeah. Well, I guess Denny, mate. Yeah. <laughs> we speak correctly, okay? Yeah. <laughs> we speak American. Uh, American. 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 Yes, fun. Thank you to this week's sponsor, Stevie Mac Skate School. Find them on Facebook. Skateboarding lessons, one-to-one tuition, all ages and abilities cater for every week from 10am to 12pm at Perth Skate Park. Find them on Facebook, Stevie Max Skate School. Boom. Thank you again to everyone on Patreon. You going to read them out again? Yeah, please. Go for it. If you don't mind. You got it? You are there? It's part of the deal. Shout out to start and end Shout every out. episode. Oh, oh, the Patreon people. Do you want me to read it out this time? Uh, if you have it open, yeah, go ahead. I don't, but I can. have it open. Do you want right, to go for it? it? Yeah. Shout out to David Forrett, Davey Forrett, Callum McLaughlin, Ralph the Man Rogowski. Should we give them names? We should start giving people nicknames. That'd be great. Okay, right. Next episode. Next, Next episode. episode, okay. <laughs> that can be part of the Patreon. Yeah. Hot Rod, you've <laughs> already got nickname. one. <laughs> uh, shout out to Big Stosh, Andy Henderson, the original creator of Maurice, Nate Black, Vegan Jiu Jitsu Master, Ali Cook, smartest man on the Facebook. Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Oh, hi, Rachel. <laughs> a big shout out to Reevee, man, at Reevee Print, who did these killer T-shirts for us. So thank you very much. Um, you can find us on Facebook, Podbean, Monkey Sword Fight Podcast, and email us all your questions, your bra nos, your agony andies, mm-hmm. uh, Monkey Sword Fight, Monkey Sword Fight Podcast at gmail.com. I am on Twitter at Wagwan Patrice. I am also on Twitter at underscore M Dats. I'm there at Macapella. Thank you once again for listening, liking, sharing. Give us a wee review on iTunes. Catch you later. Take care. Peace. Peace.